number 11 of the playstation collectors podcast and tonight we've got forrest on the show welcome forrest thank you for having me guys i appreciate it yeah thanks for coming on man love the setup dude looks awesome thank you thank you sorry i just seem to have some trouble with youtube starting we might have to restart this can everyone on youtube see the show all right just let us know in chat hmm. yeah, forrest, welcome man um your first time on the show please tell us um who you are and what you do man uh yes yeah, so basically from my channel my name is forrest and i go by forrest gaming redux on youtube uh i used to be an og youtuber years ago under the under the original forest name but uh times change and i kind of got pretty drawn out of it i guess making a lot of videos you know how you get burnt out and so I kind of broke off and decided to come back after some years. Um, but primarily I do game reviews, uh, which I'm going to be starting back up again. And I also did a recent video on physical media, this generation, which is a big topic. Um, and of course, I also have done a, my gaming room tour video. So my ideal goals is JRPGs, visual novels. Uh, that's really what I focus on primarily mm. um so that's kind of where i want to go back to redux is a redo of my channel to reinvent the wheel of what i used to do higher quality um and, and whatnot so i'm hoping this time around it's going to be even better than it was before and that's what i'm hoping to do going forward with my channel so very cool man Nice, man. You're doing live streaming on there as well? I could have streamed yeah, over there. Yes. So uh, I will be also live streaming, hopefully once a week, doing some uh, games, maybe talking about any newer pickup games if I do have any, um, some small news topics. That's something I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to be able to get, gather that information as the week progresses because things change every day, even overnight, something I'm not used to doing. Um, compiling it together for the week while also playing a game at the end. So I'm trying to work some things out that's new for me, uh, but that'd be something I'm going to be doing uh, hopefully in the next week or two. 
Nice, man. And um, you got a pretty awesome collection sitting behind you, man. Tell us about your video game collection. Yes. So, as you can see behind me, uh, and there's games even over here that I can't show. It's in the corner as well as over there. But I started collecting 15 years ago with a whole lot of games. Uh, the first game I ever imported is what actually got me starting to collect was a PS3 game called Augurus Generations of War. It was the very first game mm -hmm. that I ever imported, and I still have it on my shelf in alphabetical order over there. It's like the second or third game in my PS3 collection. Ever say. since then, I started to want to get into JRPG collecting, regional and worldwide. And over the years, I've obtained some pretty cool collector's editions. I have a Chinese version of uh, Grand Turismo 6, for instance, that I absolutely love. But aside from that, man, like I even have some games from Australia, like the collectors of Final Fantasy 13 that we never got. So my specialty is specifically JRPGs from different regions because I love storytelling, characters, mm -hmm. battle systems like turn-based action. Um, and I just love box sets. Like PS4 over here is prim my primary focus last generation or since it's technically still going, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I'm such a huge fan of all things RPGs. And I try to stay on top of them, but it's hard because there's just so many different, like, limited run and, like, uh, red art games. Like, there's so many other companies that make games now than it used to be that it's really hard to keep up with everything. But I just love having anything variety type of games visual novels especially that's something i started getting more into because the very first one was hakuoki stories of shinsengumi that i actually played that it was a little boring i'll admit but it was different but the one that i really liked was x blaze code embryo on ps3 it's a yep. fully animated visual novel from start to finish the voice acting the animation the story is outstanding and it's actually tied into the blast blue games believe it or not so I thought they were which in the same universe. Like the yeah, which is incidentally the reason I like Blas Blue is because those are fully fledged visual novels and fighting games. So that's that's also what tied me into visual novels was because of the Blas Blue series. So yeah, I I've been doing this for a long, long time. Um, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. I have a couple visual novels, and I know a little bit about the genre, but I know it it goes deep, and I know that there are lots. Especially Absolutely. if you're going about yeah, regional it, it really stuff. Does. Japan gets like, God, I feel like they get like five or ten of those a week. <laughs> so I think the Switch many. is starting to come around, man. I think truly it's starting to get its mm -hmm. own weight in terms of um, visual novels being more accepted in, in the United States. Mm -hmm. Because I know back on the PSP, that's where it started to get its footing. Yeah, PSP and PS Vita were crazy. Yes. They had tons. Especially the Vita, yeah. Yeah. Especially the Vita. But I know... PSP had lots in different regions, just not in, not in the U.S. as much. They did get a ton of Japanese ones, I believe. And I think what I'm going to show you later, uh, you might like because it ties into the visual novel as well with that PSP that I think it's pretty cool. It's pretty rare PSP. So, so I know, you know, I know a little bit. Like, I know House of... Batana Morgana or whatever. That one's supposed to be one of the best ones. I've heard yes. Clonad is supposed yes. to be one of the best ones. I'm it trying is to get considered one of the best. 
I'm, yeah. I'm trying to get that on PS4. I've actually been uh, meaning to pick that up. So I Which do have Clen a few. Clanad, yeah. I, I want to get that too, but it's very Japanese. expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah, Why do you think I don't have it yet, Forrest? Because if it wasn't, <laughs> I would have it. <laughs> if I if I say I'm planning on picking something up, just assume it was more expensive than I would have bought it immediately. I, I kind of <laughs> wish I should have I got it when it was $49 back when it first came out. And yeah. I yeah. It was already hard. it was already going for like 60 70 when I yeah even heard about it. Um so yeah, I have that one. I like uh, I have some of the horror ones too. I have like NG and um Death Mark and stuff like that I believe is a visual novel. Um And I got to say I do recommend? I do love the, those plates up there. I need to get one for my PS5. I just never bought one. Oh the the, the amazing Yeah, I always want to get one. I just never I just never got around to it. Never got around to it. So I'm I'm missing just the Final Fantasy ones and the Spider-Man ones, but they're both being scouted. The one in Japan, man, I really want that one. Yeah, what a pain in the freaking butt. That's like, just stupid. Square Enix, man, why, I don't why? I don't understand them. I really don't. Well, so there's some good news on that. In Australia, they just reprinted the Spider-Man one, so it's possible that that's mm -hmm. going to be happening in other regions. So I've heard but, but, they're going really? to redo yeah. the plates and they're just waiting for like the actual like release day for the consoles because they know that there would probably be a huge portion of people who cancel their console pre-orders if they could get the plates so i i personally ordered the entire console bundle because i couldn't get the plates and i was like i'm not missing out on this i'm just not like i'm getting these plates and <laughs> i'm getting the i'm getting the controller like i just had I, so but if i could have just got the plates i don't know maybe i would have canceled my pre-order i mean i don't need the uh, second ps5 but I'll have to make two. First, mm -hmm. I love one thing that you touched on that um, you don't just collect North American games, you collect JRPGs from around the world. And I love that because, especially with JRPGs, there's so many, uh, let's use Japan for example, there's so many Japanese JRPGs that are only in Japanese, but the community is that big that there's full fan translations out there that you can play along with the game. And I know you do a lot of this. Yes, I absolutely do, man. PSP is actually the system I have one shelf side dedicated to just Japanese games only on that side over there. And I think I have like 60 PSP JRPGs that we never got that's just all JRPGs. It's it, it's insanity. It's just pure insanity. Like, I didn't even know what was an Xbox game we got? Um, Magna Carta. I had no idea they got a PSP port. Now I own the PSP version of Magna Carta. Had no idea that it even existed. That's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, man, I, I tell you, it, it's finding the translations to games to be able to play them is really the icing on the cake, you know, because a lot of these games never got ported. But the heartfelt thanks to all those who take their dedication and time to do the translations. Hmm. It's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah, yeah that's yes. what Reggie uh, Reggie's been into. That you've seen those like um, custom consoles he's been showing off the PS One and PS Two, the Tales ones he's been getting. Those are been modded and specifically so he can play like the burned games that and oh. most of the games are unreleased uh, JRPGs that never got released in the West that people did fan translations for, but they burned them and put them on the disc. So like, yeah, my my PS pretty awesome. I hate this camera. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I have a blue PS2 down there. It's a Japanese PS2. I bought it at a pawn shop. Apparently, somebody hard modded it because when I got it home, it had a weird screen matrix or something on it. 
Turns out, whoever modded it, it plays every region, burnt or non-burnt, and it works flawlessly. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with it. I so it. I can literally play any game on it. I even imported a, a PAL game called Evil Twin on PS2. That game is so good, man. It's really That's good. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I've been thinking about doing something like that myself because there's quite a few imports I want. That's what happens when you get like close to like done collecting. <laughs> You're like, well, yeah. I kind of have everything I want in the NTSC, yeah. except for a few really expensive things that, you know, whatever, we'll get to those. But then I'm like, yeah, I could get a Japanese PS2. As soon as you open that door. I know, okay. that's why. Oh, well, it's just like, there's 10,000 new games that you can buy that you don't It really available. put me in a very tough spot because I started realizing how many games there were that just expanded mm. my library. I was like, you know what? I can't I can't do it as much as I want to. Mm. I can't. I don't have to spend. Space is, is the reason. Like, yeah, I have space, but even then, it's only so much space a person has before it's like, I can't do it no more, you know? So especially if you're collecting collectors editions and big box stuff, because like that shelf that you've got over your shoulder looks amazing, but you know, you can only store so many pieces on it. And if you buy a new piece, does it an old piece get put at the back? Like do you have yeah. to hide things and my bayonetta three box set is so long that it can't fit on that shelf, and that's one of the biggest problems is oddball box sets. That's why I like the ones that fit on the shelf that fits in with my alphabet. They're not too yeah. big. They're perfect size. The true size boxes are the best. They, they are. Actually, I need to get the shelves you got, Figzy. That, that link you saw, I think you sent. I'm going to look investing into changing these out. It's going to throw off my displays. I'm going to have to rearrange that stuff. But i rather have larger shelves with the, to display all of my game boxes together with my standard games. That's the ideal thing I want to do. But that display over here is going to stay. I do like having that by the window over there. So that's right. I use the um these are called the artist shelves. Um you can find them on eBay, Amazon. They fit six hundred and thirty Blu-rays flush mm-hmm. um or PS3 games. Um, and they're great. They're completely adjustable. I use them for PS1 games, for example, and they look good. I use them for PS2 games. You can just move them all around. Um, they're easy to set up and then they're not they don't take up much room, like at all. They are the same length of the game so they take up like this much room from this from the um wall so it makes your room feel so much bigger and i can fit five thousand video games in this room so you know you don't need more than that right (laughs) yeah Mm, no i'm just kidding that's fine So I, I completely agree with you, and I wish I would gotten, like, sh- shelves that weren't so deep. But if you see, I just, that's what I, I just display more crap in front of my games. So that was what I did. I'm like, well, I have lots of other stuff I need somewhere to put. So I'll just put it in front. I could double up on games, though. I've seen people do that, too. But I'm not a fan of it. I hate doubling up because you're yeah. hiding the games at the back. It's just like, why would that's I pick already. these ones over those ones? It's like this is already mm-hmm. ass when I want to get a game. So there. We had a um, question from AJ um, for you, Forrest. He was asking, um, "Code Embryo is so underrated. Have you played the second game, Lost Memories?" So I have. Um, Lost Memories is a partial retelling of Code Embryo through the eyes of two characters that can travel 
and kind of mess with time. My issue with that game is, unlike the unlike Code Embryo, it's not as good as um, I'm sorry. Unlike this, the the one you're discussing, Code Embryo, I felt like was a better game. Um, it's not a horrible game, but I didn't like the story as much because it's all over the place. It's it, there's a purpose to it. Why it's going into the past through the telling of the first game. There's a there's a reason for it, but to get to that point, you're re-looking through things that you've already experienced. So, like, for me, I've already played Code Embryo. I kind of think that if you haven't played Code Embryo, you would like that game better because uh, it's Lost Memories. I think it would. it's probably best to play Lost Memories first because you're going to be – and that's kind of weird to say that just because – it, Yeah, it's, it's a weird – because you're retelling parts of the story that you've already experienced. So, for me, it's kind of boring. I'm like, okay, I've done this already. And you go into these other sections of the game you've already seen. Um, you're messing with the interactions and changing the outcome towards the end of the game. So if I could get past the beginning part of it and get to the actual part where it's new, I'm okay with the game. But other than that, it's like, because I played half of it, that's my problem with it. It's not a bad game. Understand that if you played the first game, it will kind of make you a little bored of it just because you experienced part of the story. That makes sense. Uh, I was this is a little bit off topic, but I was looking at that the um the wider production reports the other day, and in particular the Code Embryo games, just because I have them sealed. And there's actually no copies on wider sealed at all, which is quite interesting. So yeah, I I don't know if they made a lot of the copies of those games. I bought them when it came out. They didn't sell quite as well. I, I think because visual novels were more new at that time. But as time went on and more people got into the genre, I've seen less and less, and I don't see them at all anymore. So I kind of think that's probably going to, not an expensive game, but one that's more sought after for visual novel enthusiasts. Because it's, I always recommend, for someone who's new to visual novels, X-Blaze Code Embryo is the best way to start. It's the it's the easiest story to follow. The animations, it has you have something to look at visually. Um, and and the, and the voice acting and I think the writing is quite good, so I actually really enjoyed that game. It's probably one of my top five visual novels. Oh, I really agree with you in the collectability side of it. I'm not a visual novel person, so for me, when I was going for a full set and needed those two games, they weren't top of my list to buy. And um, I, I got Code Embryo. I, I paid up for it. But Lost Memories was one of the last North American games I got, and I had to really yes, it was. Pay top dollar for it. And, yeah, and it, I, I bought a brand new copy because there was no used copies out there. The only copies were the new copies that were retail and it was like 60 US dollars. I think because was, it was the last game, it didn't get printed as much. It's not common. Matter of fact, I bought mine at GameStop when they opened the game. They gutted the game. It wasn't even sealed when I got it because I couldn't find it new anywhere. So yep. uh, it's not easy. I think I want to say it was $40 when it came out. But Secondhand, I think it went for 50 or 60. It's kind of hovered around that price, maybe a little less, but um, I wouldn't, I would say it's it's worth having, but it's not on my top 10 to play. It's it's really not on my top 20. It's just only play it if you never played the original. That's what I recommend. So, what would you say if I was going to collect? visual novels on ps4 what would they like the like top five recommend what would you pick up so i recommend danganronpa if you can get the danganronpa collection i'd probably get it for the, the trilogy Switch. 
Yes. Okay. Get the trilogy collection or get the Switch one that has um, the expanded okay. content. That'd be the way to go. But if we're just sticking on PS4, get the mm-hmm. Romper trilogy. Uh, the second one I recommend is the Code Realize trilogy. Um, Code Realize is considered on the on the Atome fans to be the best writing for a love story, for for um, dark tone, and for character variety. Um, mm-hmm. I do recommend that as a second. Um, is that like a, you said? It's a trilogy. That's three games on one disc, or is it three different games? Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, let's see. Code Realize, Future Blessings, Code Realize, Winter Tide Miracles, and is the original Code Realize. Um, Switch does have them. The problem that I have with Switch is it's a little bit difficult to to kind of ascertain how I feel. Is that when you've gone and collected a lot of visual novels on Vita? And on PS4, when it comes to Switch, um, I have to debate if I want to get the box sets for the Switch and not ever open them because I already have them and they're going to look better on the PS4 anyway. Um, like Amnesia came out only in Japan and we never got it here in the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did get the Switch version of Amnesia, both the uh, later, later X crowd and the original Amnesia, which mm-hmm. up until that point, they were kind of considered weak visual novels at best, and I was concerned we were never going to get them. Uh, but I was always intrigued by them because of the fact that you're a, a character, as the name of the game uh, shows, is Amnesia. You're an Amnesia character who has to figure out why you don't remember anything and the people around you. Who do you trust? Who who is just trying to use you? And it's an interesting mm-hmm. story. Um, it's but like Memento. You see that movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> is it, but getting back to what you were saying about PS4, um, mm-hmm. I would say zero time zero zero time dilemma is another good one. Um, I believe those around the 3DS. I don't remember the names. Nine gla- nine doors, nine something. Yeah, was, psychopaths were, or something like that. Yes, psychopaths. Mandatory happiness is another one that's good. Yeah. Um, chaos child, chaos head is the collection that's good. And Steins Gate, and if you can, and I don't have the game on my table right here, but I do have it on PS4. The Phoenix Wright Collection is yeah, I've been meaning to pick yeah, those. So I do recommend that if you don't Did want to get a Western computer. release, or yes, it got a digital only Western release. It's mm. But it does version though. There's a Chinese English version of it. Yeah, there, yeah, okay. I, there's an Asian release. I know that. I'm going to get up for a sec. I didn't want to do that, but I'm going to mm. show you this because I want you to see it. That's no, all good, man. Give me one second. Yeah. It's all good. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been eyeballing that trilogy for a while. Those look super fun. So if you can get your hands on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's this that's is cool. the full English version. Yeah. Yeah, those are dope. Yeah. I love this, man. Absolutely. So yeah, I wish we could get like a that. I know they're not the same or whatever, but I wish we could get like a professional Layton. Compilation too. The, 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 really there's cool a rumor too. going around that they are making one English for PS4 also in, in uh, Asian. Oh, so that'd keep be nice. on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as somebody who's dabbled in 3DS collecting, um, I really hope they release those again on PS4 cheaper. Yeah, I think because well, they, they, I think because there was such a demand for this and it did extremely well. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna be honest. This version of the English print is extremely rare, from what my understanding. They didn't make a lot of these. I think they had one print of the English cover. 
you only can find a Chinese or a Japanese cover. The English cover was printed once. I got yeah, extremely lucky the Japanese to get this. cover. Yeah. So that um, is very cool. Mm-hmm. We had another question from AJ. AJ was asking, are there any fan translated PS3 JRPGs? Um, I know that I played Tales of the Syria, the Japanese version, back in the day, and there was a fan translation to be able to play it, but that has since been re released on PS4 around the world. So I guess that's a little bit obsolete. So, as far as fan translated JRPGs for PS3, this is actually a good question, and to be quite honest, there may be a few to that that I'm not aware of. I know, though, from a Western market standpoint, it wasn't a big, big audience for JRPGs because the PS3 was unfortunately not very... I don't consider PS3 my personal favorite system when it comes to JRPGs. It just was weak. I, I felt a lot of the JRPGs were not very... Not very um, not very good. It's probably my least when it comes to consoles and JRPGs, the PS3 is at the bottom. Only because I never found so like towards the end of the PS3 generation, when the PS4 came out, Persona 5 got ported over to PS3. Tales of the Stereo is on PS3. Like when the game started getting good, they were being ported to PS4. It was it was like the tail end of the PS3 generation. So I don't know if they're I'm I'm not really sure if there's a lot of visual novels, I mean visual novels, translated JRPGs on PS3 to my knowledge, because a lot of the games weren't that great. Um, I don't think there was a big demand for translations. I could be wrong, but I don't recall reading anything about any translated games other than the one Fizzy talked about, but I don't recall any any that to my knowledge. Well, you're not wrong there. Like I can't think of many off the top of my head that haven't then been re-released on PS4. Like, yeah, there's a bunch the of later, games, but they're finally yeah, getting released now, so, right? The later release is for the PS3. Japan got so many later releases that came to PS4. Like, Tales of Berseria got released in Japan for the PS3. Um, I know there was a lot more games around that time, a lot of the later yeah. uh, games, yeah. for example. There, there is a really rare version. I think you mentioned this in your video once before, Spigsy, of Sword Art Online. I found the uh, Asia oh, English yeah. one. That's extremely rare. And I don't know if it's because at that time it was one of the few good, decent anime-based JRPGs that PS3 didn't have that was obtainable as English. So if you're talking about Asia English releases, that would be considered probably one of the best to get. It's not the best game per se, but it's unique in the fact that it was something obtainable that was not in, a, in the West. That I was actually happy to get because I love the cover of the PS3 version a lot. So I would say it's rare, but it's not expensive because as soon as it got released on PS4, people just gave up on trying to buy this version that had English subtitles. Yeah. And, and I guess because they didn't think it was going to ever come out here. That's probably one of the reasons I'm at least that's what I think anyway. At least that's the impression I get. So I forgot about that one. There's actually a um Korean English version as well with English subtitles, which yes. is actually even rarer than the Chinese one. Oh, really? Yeah, but less wow. desired because the Korean version doesn't have English on the cover or the spine. Mm. I actually have the Korean version of Ratchet and Clank, which is pretty weird. <laughs> um, Korean games are interesting. So I found, I don't know, I've tested this and it hasn't failed me yet. So I found if there's an English version of a game, and there's a Korean version. 
as long as there's an English version that exists, the Korean version will play in English. So, for example, like all the rare Chinese English games, the Korean equivalent all play in English. Aknot's Holiday, Lost in the Rain, and you can go on. But um, yeah, it's it's a good test. I did it with um, uh, Everybody's Golf Six. So like the Chinese version was like one hundred and fifty dollars, and I found a Korean copy and. It said Korean only, so I bought it and played it, and it played in English. <laughs> oh, that's cool! Yeah, that's real cool. Took the stab. It had a full trophy support list, the same mm. trophies as the region three Chinese version. So that's yeah, quite interesting. That's actually really quite, and I know that that's really cool. I like that. If anyone See, wants to prove something theory wrong, I'd love to hear it, but I haven't heard anyone prove it wrong yet. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, dang. That's cool, though, man. There's just so many so many games dude that i i when i when i see people like uh figsy and you guys on, on on youtube and on twitter talking about games i've never seen before like i didn't know about fatal 12 on, on the switch until somebody mentioned it and i was like i gotta have that because it looks like a pretty cool visual novel so i bought that not long ago um but yeah man it's it's a big challenge keeping up with every single jrpg and visual novel it's it's Oh. It's almost impossible, especially well, if you're trying to play all the JRPGs. Forget it, man. Yeah, that's, that's not happening. That's I can tell you right now, as much as, as much of a fan as I am of visual of JRPGs, mm. half of these games I have not been able to play. You can't yeah, it's, it's you just because I don't have. It's, you don't have so much time in your life to do so. You know, so. if I am going to play a JRPG, I like have to plan that. And I have to like be like, okay, let me finish off these other six games that I've been dicking around with. Clean all that up, and then I'm just just gonna play a JRPG, and then I use like, well, just play like crush it. So that's yeah. what I usually do. Like I play, I think the last one I played was Tales of Arise, and like, um, yeah, I haven't played, I haven't finished Tales of Arise either. I haven't um, started it yet. And I, I, it was what game of the year in 2021. <laughs> I, uh, oh man, when I got my PS, it's a good game. But what I played, I, I do like it though. Oh, I wanted to get some some I wanted eye candy is what I said. I wanted some games that like I bought my PS5, I got my brand new TV. I wanted something that looked real pretty. So I got it. It is real pretty. That's for oh, sure. Hell yeah. And I loved it. I, I just blasted through that. I'm just game. glad to see Bandai stepping up the quality of the tales. It's been a little stagnant and mm-hmm. in, in, you know, in progression. Zestiria was disappointing. Uh Basiria I had not played, but I heard it was good. But it still mm-hmm. had that that last generation feel. And I wanted something new, so Rise definitely, definitely was the right direction. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I feel like um, so far, I think the PS5 has a very nice JRPG representation so far. I, yeah. I've, 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 I think I might have as many PS5 JRPGs as I do on PS4. Now I, that's because I didn't collect heavily for those PS4, but yeah, I think it's crazy how many nice. Uh, uh, you know. Um... Yes, I would say having Tactics Ogre remaster on PS5 was a huge plus. That that second was it Star Ocean coming out? Can I wait to get that? That's gonna be amazing. Yeah, the remake um, of uh, Second Story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looks really good. And that in a recent recently, Kemco has been stepping up to play a little bit. They've been really stepping up to play. Crosshairs looks freaking dope. That, it that's does. Kemco, right? Yeah, that yeah, game it, looks really good. I'm, I'm actually good. gonna pick that up. Yeah. When we get to talking about some other games later, there's one I picked up from from them on PS5 that I was really blown away by uh, that that they released, Kimco released on PS5, um, and I I think I was surprised because I always make jokes about Kimco releases. I always made fun of them. I thought they were just kind of weird games. They weren't. They no, weren't like, kind of RPG. They're mobile <laughs> games to me. The games that you buy on the phone for ninety nine cents when you're bored, you know. <laughs> 
How they get those games physically released? How they get those games physically released? I mean, every one of them is just mind-boggling to me. But it's like LJN of like modern gaming. <laughs> That's what he said. Chemco. I had to. I had to think for a second. Is this the same Chemco that make the terrible games, or are we? Yes, the same Chemco. They actually have one they recently released on PS5. That's actually good. Like oh really good. And I was shocked. I was like. Kemco, you're stepping it up, yeah. buddy. I'm surprised. I am very surprised. This game, Cross Tales, is basically Final Fantasy Tactics. So if you're into tactics... And it's going to have a physical release, right? I think I saw... I know it's got a Switch one. I don't know about PS, uh, I think PS5 or I, PS4. I, I, I definitely say, know it has Let me double release. check. I'm pretty sure I saw... I'm going to pick it up either something way. Something on that. I'm, I'm, I'm it's actually, ringing on my bells. I'm sure I'll get it at some point. I, I, I found that interesting that your PS5 JRPG collection is almost as big as your PS4. For me, yeah, um, I, 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 so I should say this first. I went for a full JRPG PS4 set a few years ago. So I, I haven't got one at the moment, but I was working yeah. towards one. So for me, the PS4 is like the JRPG king. I've, I've got over 200 JRPGs on this system. And oh, it's, it's yeah, it's some of the best JRPGs of all time. Like They've gone back into the PS1 era and done you know, the Final Fantasy games. I think every Final Fantasy game except 11 is on PS4. Is that right? Which, yeah, I oh, believe 13, so. 13 yeah. is the third. I believe that's so. That's insane. Yeah. Like, oh, and 16. But, like, that is insane, you know. Mm-hmm. It's such a good system. It, like my favorite JRPG of all time is Dark Cloud. You can play it on PS4 with trophies. It's a better experience than the PS2 version. It's crazy to me how good this system mm-hmm. is for JRPGs. Yeah, and it's got Persona 5, so that's all you really need, to be honest with you. No, it's got some amazing games. But like, yeah, I I uh I don't know. So for me. Like um, I do, I try, I do honestly try to make it a point to buy games that I plan on playing. So for for me, JRPGs, like I said, are a commitment, and I do buy them and I do mm-hmm. collect them, but I try to play them. So, uh, you know, and some of them are just immense. So I, I don't get too many of them. Let's put it that way. Um, so I do have like a nice little curated collection of one. Yeah, I can I, I can like. see you have um, mm-hmm. uh, of Cold Steel two from looks at. That's one. No, yeah, the original. Yeah, the original. Yep. So that's the U.S. release. I still kept that sealed, and then I picked up like a loose uh, PAL copy just to play. So I have. And then, like, of course, uh, you can see mine on the top shelf, sitting on this on the side. Oh, you got them both. You got them both. Yeah. yeah. I slept on it, and I didn't get two. Like I, uh, it, it, it like yeah, it was funny too because those, yeah. dude, those things went out of control. Yeah fast how, how much they did up in price they were like 50 bucks 40 bucks for so long and then all of a sudden bam they were like 200 bucks like i was just like damn dude and i think they only released them in the in here in the, in the united states i think they only released them yep. in the box we got um, different ones over in the power region so i got ps3 copies so I'm copies. i have the ps3 box set that i got of, of trails of coast Steel. you put the second game in the box i still have it yeah so the PS, we didn't get any like standard Western release for the Trails One and Two. Like we didn't no. get like just a regular standalone copy. Not at all. Only uh-uh. buy those. Only you can get it the box. Or PAL, you can. So what I I have, I do have like the PAL standalone Trails One and Two, and then I have the Trails One sealed because I'm not opening I, it ever. I have no idea why 
they did not do a standard for it. It makes no sense. They also did that with East Salsetta here. You can only get that in the box. Yep. On and, PS4. Um, yeah. Yeah, I have that too. I love so I'm Ease is I, I saw I see your Ease uh, collector's edition over there too. I, I'm I'm a huge fan. I'm so excited for the new one to come out, dude. Uh Nordic or whatever. It looks so good. Yeah, I, I need to finish East Nine and East Eight. I'm I'm I I I kind of fell off a little bit because I'm trying to catch up on my trails of cold steel. I'm actually on the third game right now because that game's like 110 hours each. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I know. There's so. a few of them now. Because I got to get to Nate. What is it? Nayuta, whatever it was, the one that came out mm-hmm. recently for PS5. And it, apparently it's part of that series. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so I got to catch one up. coming up soon, too. 300 so. hours to catch up, man. 300 freaking hours. <laughs> That's what I mean. If you're into JRPG, I'm already 220 right. hours into the story. Another 300, 330 to go. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> crazy! It's like you could play 100 games and get like just as much enjoyment out of that. But I, I think that's so interesting about JRPGs is the guy you used to think, you know, I got to play all these games, and I've got so many JRPGs that I've put five or ten hours into, made a character, like started the first couple of missions or levels made my little party and then gone on to the next one and then gone on to the next one and gone on to the next one and like you you don't get to experience the full jrpg until you play the story and until you play the story yep yeah and you get the emotions from the game and you fight the bosses and you you get to see what the weapon progression is like and the level progression and um, what the collectibilities of the items like what fishing's like in this game you know you really got to play a game fully to experience a jrpg and i think that's what a lot of people don't understand if they never really got into the genres that they they wouldn't know that part of jrpgs is character development being invested in the world that these characters are in um emotions of characters and the music that goes around to the writing. I mean, all it ties in together to give you, if, if you're not enjoying the combat and you're enjoying the story, you're at least getting something out of it. If you're not enjoying the story and the combat is like the best thing ever. Like there's just a 50, 50. If you're getting something out of it, one overshadows the other, it's okay. But if both are horrible. Then it's like, it's not worth it. So yeah, spot on there. I've, I've, there's plenty of JRPGs that I don't watch any of the story for. I don't care any part of the stories and then there's other ones like kingdom hearts or um i can't think of any off the top of my head because i'm more of a gameplay person but there's other ones that i'll just you know be in it for the story and it's the gameplay is the second part of it yeah. i do have a question for you guys what's your favorite jrpg of all time mine's dark cloud um i can go i mean for me it's definitely fantasy star i mean if you consider that a jrpg which i do it's old, but that's Jerry. <laughs> yeah, dude. For me, definitely Fantasy Star will always be my favorite. Um, I'm not saying it's the best, but it's definitely my favorite. Make yourself first. This one. Xenosaga mm. Saga three, man, all day long. I would used to be Final Fantasy seven, but when I played Xenosaga three, man, that. That, that that story was outstanding. I loved it. Loved every minute of it. It's, it's my favorite. Boris, can I just say your shirt is absolutely amazing. Can you show that off for everyone? Oh, yeah, sure. I honestly, that's, well, it's funny that you mentioned that. I really do like Persona so here's 5 my Persona, Persona 4, 4 shirts. 
with the characters. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, dude, that looks amazing. This is the original shirt they gave out. So how I got this shirt is an interesting story. So years ago, when I worked, I used to work at GameStop. So this is like, whenever this game came out, was it 2008, seven? I don't remember the exact year, but my store manager went to a conference in Las Vegas and Atlas and other companies were there. There's this big expo thing for GameStop. When it came back, this was a shirt. There's okay, there's a black and yellow, and then there's a yellow and black shirt. My understanding is that the yellow and black shirt was only through that convention. You could only get this shirt from there. There's the black and yellow is common. This is the very uncommon version of that shirt. And they just so happened to have got it from him. He's like, I don't like JRPGs. You can have this shirt. And I was like, sure. <laughs> that's how i got it. nobody likes persona yeah he's like have oh, this he, he was all about halo and call of duty and i'm like you know what fine i'll take it i love those Whenever people he went, i got any of the stuff love he those people. they're like who wants any of this loser jrpg shmups and horror games so this shirt, yeah <laughs> this shirt is probably the very rarest shirt of any persona like i think mean, you'll very see this very often so i i, I truly love this shirt a lot and this is yeah. the second time I've worn it since I've had it. Well, I feel honored that you're wearing it on the show. It's awesome, man. Yeah. So do you It'll have probably like... back in the closet for another 10 years before I wear it again? <laughs> <laughs> so do you uh do you collect the series? Do you have like one and two on PS1? Do you have any of those games there? I do. I uh, I don't have them in front of me, but I have Persona mm-hmm. One on PSP, the box set. I have Persona yeah, Two on PSP, the box set. I have With the limited uh, editions you're talking about? Yeah, the, the box sets mm-hmm. for PSP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I also have uh, Persona 3 FES unopened, still sealed nice. on the PS2. Um, I have, wow, I wish I could show you. Okay, so you can't see it over. No, wait, you can see Persona 5 Royal over mm-hmm. there. Yep. Top and over here, I have the original Persona 5 box set they made. And then there's a third one with the huge treasure chest. I want to get that one, but. That'll be for another time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, I have the regular Persona 5. It's the greatest hits. I, I get every variant of them. And okay. the Persona Quite 5, a few of them. Uh, what's the one? The, the Dynasty Warriors one, I got that one. Um, yeah, Strikers or whatever. Yes, I have that yeah. one. Um, I have Persona 3 Portable on PSP also. With the pre-order of Junpei's hat. Uh, I do have the Junpei's hat pre-order that came with the game. Nice. Um, I have the, the Persona 4 Dancing All Night. Box set for P- PS Vita. Yeah, I got that. Oh, for the Vita, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have the PS4, uh, PSVR. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Endless yeah. Night Collection or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I pretty much have the only ones I don't have is Persona One and Two on PS One, and that's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I found Persona Two. Was it Revelations Persona? Mm-hmm. I found. Funny. I found one and two at a at a half price. No, not half price books. Movie mm-hmm. Trading Company. I found them like three months ago. They were immaculate, except the second game had the, the stupid little sticker that wherever it was before, they stuck the pre-owned sticker, little yellow sticker, on the manual. And I don't know why they did that. Other than that, this was perfect. It wasn't even resurfaced. It was it was perfect. It's just that they ruined the manual. I'm like... Oh, you hate that. And you can't get... Like even if you get it off, it's gonna have the residue in the and, and I was like, as much as I would, as much as I would want that, because they wanted almost $300 for it, that sticker ruins it. I'm not paying $300 with the manual with that sticker on it. I mean, I, I to me, and like, it, if I'm spending that kind of money, it needs to be as close to decent yeah. as possible. 
So yeah. you just buy another one on eBay without the sticker, you know. <laughs> and, yeah, but the game is too expensive, know, man. And, um, in the UK, there's actually a limited edition for Pope's Persona 4 Arena. And I just found out that this version existed. I know, no idea about that. I, I do have Persona 4 Arena with uh, with Teddy, the, the inflatable doll of Teddy. That's the only thing we got over here, but yeah. I have no idea about that. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you a photo of it. I, I, it popped yeah. up on Facebook and someone was in a PS3 group going, does anyone know about this? He was trying to price it. I've never seen it before. I've never seen it. I've never, I never knew that he existed. I don't know. I had no, I, I had no idea. Yeah. Add it to the list. <laughs> yeah, no, I have uh, I have Persona 2 and 3 on PSP. I'm missing just part one. I, try, I, I lose sleep over it. I, I talk about it all the time, probably. I mean, you probably mentioned it probably 10 times in the podcast. Persona like, 1, I, I, you know, it's funny. I... I saw Persona One's box and not wasn't recent. I don't need the limited edition. I just need the. I want the game. I actually, regular. yeah, it was a limited. It was a limited edition. Oh, believe it or not, it was. It was at a store called Game Over Video Games, Arlington, Texas. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. um, but they wanted exactly ninety nine dollars for it. That's I've seen it. That's not bad, man. For the yeah. collector's edition, that's not yeah. It was bad a collector's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've seen people sell just the standard for a hundred bucks. So, I'd be happy with that. But I've been meaning to pick that up. So, but yeah, I, I've, I've given up on the PS One ones. They're just way for out. some reason Persona Two is more expensive. I don't know why. It used to be, there used to be neck and neck equal price, but mm. Persona Two shot up in value. I have no idea why. Maybe because it's the second part of Persona Two story. It could be the reason, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, that was still. Correct if I'm wrong here, but the Persona games on PS Two got reprints like three or four years ago in North America. PS2? Yeah, I think they did. They they were cheap. I saw some. You could get cheap sealed copies. Uh, I've seen Double Jump video games buying brand new copies and selling Which Which games were they again? Which ones? PS3 and 4 on PS2. Oh, Persona 3 and 4. Yes. Yes, they did get reprints. Um, The the, the FES got reprint and and Persona 4 got reprints. Yes. They're not expensive. You can get those pretty easy. Actually, I would probably advise getting Persona 4 with the soundtrack if you can, because they, they still bundle them with the soundtrack. So hey, How's the go- some, um, questions about GameStop, man. How how long did you work there? And have you got any horror stories from your experience working there? Uh truth be told, man, it's it's it I I worked there for maybe was it two thousand let me think. 2006, late 2006 to 2008, maybe probably January 09. I might have been in between the holiday and the January. Um, it wasn't horror stories, believe it or not. It wasn't like so. The only thing I would say about GameStop because it's, it's really it's probably one of the worst companies I ever worked for. To be truthfully honest, um, my issue with GameStop was the way they treated the way they treated their employees. The way they 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 micromanage every transaction you did, the way um, they just watched us. Even when we were in a store, you would think they weren't watching you; they were watching you. It's just not a company that I recommend now, or even back then, working for. Um, the only thing I enjoyed out of it was you get to check out games and and play them for free. You know, so you got you got to do that something that that's cool. Um, the mm-hmm. discount was cool, you know, but if you can get over those little, if you can get over the other issues with it, just getting the discount and having the, the, the free stuff like this and the stuff behind me, 
that was probably the highlight. Like getting that Bloodborne display from a coworker that still worked there, and I got that Bloodborne display from them um, years after. Like like this, like this here. This layer oh, box. Cool. Oh, I've never seen something like that before. And yeah, like there's a dragon thing. Oh, oh that this little cool. has this PlayStation badge thing. That's like awesome. this, this kind of stuff I love getting when I work there. And that's that's that was the release title, 2007 release. So that's like one of the first it's pieces of title. PS3. Right. This box, yeah, yeah. matter of fact, actually, you know what's funny? In here, if I remove this, this is before Blu ray even came out. They would put this on DVD. That's just how old this is. Oh, wow. And, is and check this out there is this um, pamphlet in here. That they gave you to explain the game because it was all new and no one understood the six axis thing. Yeah, seriously. Like they're trying to explain all about the story uh, of everything about the world, the press wow. impressions, everything. This is absolutely cool. yeah. That's almost not like a press mention. kit. It's not like a display piece because it's it's a press, so it's cool, a press man. kit. This is rare. It's a press kit. And what's even cooler is this little letter in here. That they send all the developers and stuff. Hold on. I should make your big screen. Hold on. There we go. So June 4th, 2007 is when this got sent out. Make yeah. sure you ask every customer for their power-ups reward card. I gotcha. No, <laughs> it talks about the, uh, the six-axis controller. Um... The media has shown high enthusiasm for Lair, claiming it as one of the most highly anticipated titles of 2007. Excellent uh, specifications of the six-axis wireless technology. Yeah. Look that age like fine wine? Not. <laughs> they claimed it was highly anticipated. That's all. It truth was just be a claim. told, though, truth be told about this, dude, I love this thing. Regardless of how... Yeah, that's cool. There turned out to be this box set, man. This is one. This is a showpiece for me. I love having this in my collection. I hey, so never, it's not about particularly the game. for that game because there's no limited special editions or anything for Lair. That's the only. So th th I guess you could consider it as like a rare thing for Lair, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. So for me, it's it's. And what's cool? So here's the that's the back of it. I love the back of it. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I've had cool. this for a long, long, time. It's like long, a big long. box PC game, but it's yeah. a PlayStation 3 thing. Very it's cool. the kind of stuff I have in my collection, man, that I think a lot of people will be like, oh my God, this is cool. Like, I have so, the Ratchet and Clank off of one box over there, too. I feel like, I mean, I never worked at GameStop, but I do feel like it must have been nice to have access to A, promotional stuff like that, and B, yeah. trade ins. Like, trade ins, Those too, getting first dibs. On people trading stuff in, that's you know what, what I mean? That's, that's nice one of the reasons too, the biggest regret was seeing that game. I'd be Ruler broke working the there. Ruler Rose was on the shelf. <laughs> I remember gutting that game when it came out. We got like five copies of it. I sat it on the shelf. We got the five soundtrack pre-orders for it. And it never sold. The game never sold. And it just sat there and it sat there and the game sat there. It sat there for a year and a half. And then one day, this guy comes walking in the store. I remember like it was yesterday. Hey, you got, you, I see you got a rule. You got rule rolls. I was like, 
yeah, we have five copies of it. Can I buy them? They're like 20 bucks each. I said, sure. I mean, no one's bought them. You're the first person to ask for them. He bought all five of them. I'm like, that's weird. Okay. I had no idea back then the game was starting to go up in value. I didn't know. I didn't keep up with this. But they were going to throw the soundtracks out. And my boss was like, man, who cares about crappy JRPGs, these soundtracks? I'm going to throw these away. And I was like, no, I'll take them. I took them. I took five of them, five of them home mm. with me. And now they're worth 500 bucks each for the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's yeah, that's and, cool. I, and I think one guy in Europe uh, who who follows me on Twitter, he really wanted one. So I just traded him. I said, you ain't got to pay me a dime for it. If you can give me the limited edition mm-hmm. of Ratchet and Clank Cracking uh, Time that came out only over there. That's dope. That's a good enough trade for me. So, so that's what I, so I um, it's funny because people like, you know, they're like, are you like that? Your collections valuable. You have expensive stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, not really, because I don't, you know, anything valuable or cool that I want, I'm just happy to have. And anything that I would sell, I, I wouldn't sell. I would trade. I do. I do what you do. I would so much rather trade. Yeah. Something money cool to me. Unless like in the case of, now, I told this to fix it that day, but I go ahead and spoil it, I guess. I you did buy it. It's cool, but. I don't. I did it, buy a copy of the Pixar Remaster Collection on PS4, and I did happen to sell one that I had for over five hundred dollars because somebody really wanted it. And it's only because I tried to lowball the price offer to around one hundred and fifty, but the person wanted to pay me for what it was going for. I didn't want to sell it for that, but they refused to, to lowball me because they knew what it was worth. And I said, okay, if you want to go ahead and pay me that, and they did. They paid me five hundred twenty dollars for it. Which is so, probably one of the most expensive sold couples. I've never sold anything that that high before ever. Right. And it's only because the person didn't want to lowball me. I want to give them to 150. I'm like, I'm not gonna sit here and overcharge for a game that you may you actually don't have want a, to play. another copy you want to lowball. Yes, I huh? I'll lowball the shit out of you if you have another copy. I have, <laughs> already, I'm already tried, Jack. I have another copy, but I'm keeping that one. No, 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 not your personal copy. Oh maybe. no, no, no. I only got two. <laughs> And that was only because I thought my friend might have wanted one. He wasn't he's like, in it. Yeah, no, I so tried that weeks it. ago. <laughs> yeah, I tried that two weeks ago. Don't worry. I'm like, you haven't got a third one, do you? I mean, I if, I change my, hey, if I change my mind, Joe, you'll be the first one to... to no, 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 no. I have it on the Switch, friend. Oh, right. you do? Okay. Yeah, but no, I mean, I, I know somebody who wants the PS4 version is extremely rare. So if... if Well, I so. would love to have the PS4 version. I would, I would seal it. Maybe like I wouldn't sell it for no. If I ever sold it again, it wouldn't be for five hundred. No, my deal price would be just right under over a hundred because I think Mm -hmm. that's covering my. I want to try to break even to make a little on it, so maybe one twenty or one thirty if I sold it. But I, the guy refused to low. I like I told him I give you one hundred fifty four if you want it. No, it's not worth. It's worth more than that. I'm like I know that, but I don't care. But he apparently was really in insisting mm-hmm. so i was like sure if you really want to pay that much for it go for it so in a situation like that for us i prefer to trade rather than sell you know trade I, for me, a game me, me too but, the, but this guy didn't yeah. want there was nothing that he wanted like yeah i get so that. i was like whatever so and um joe you brought up a good point for like um of when you're working at a game shop and you do get to buy those games i, I worked at a porn shop as you guys know and the best part of the job for me was I was the only collector there. So when the games came out, Figgy, here's all the games for the week. What do you want? What's going on the shelf? What's going on on eBay? You know, that was awesome for me. Every single week, new video games. Like, mm. I, I never bought more games in the time that I worked there. It was insane. Unfortunately, though, the downside is 
you, you spend more money you, you you buy everything because you can't help it and it it you know it's not healthy really spending three four hundred dollars a week at the place you work at is really not a healthy <laughs> thing to be doing so yeah it's really not no it'd be great for your game collection but i'm at the point now where i'm i'm selling off these games because i got no interest in having every hockey game on ps3 and 4 and every madden game and you know, there's so many crap games that I own that I'd much rather have a collection like Forrest where he can say, you know, every single game in my collection has a meaning to me. I love it. I bought this here and it's got a story attached to it. And I, I hope in 12 months my collection will be like that too. You guys can see the holes in the PS3. Yeah, wall. I see that. Yeah. That was probably like all the hockey games. That was like all the PES games. And I'm slowly going through and. This PS3 collection is getting slimmed down. I don't have a full PS3 set anymore. The first PS3 game I sold was NHL 11. And I said to myself, <laughs> I got a full PS3 set minus NHL 11. And I'm really <laughs> <laughs> You got to work your way slowly up from like the, eh, I don't care about these at all, to like, eh, I kind of care, to like, ooh, I don't know, you know. But it's, mm-hmm. it's going to take time to really know what you really want to keep because you got to have a sentimental value of how do I well, really feel about, you know. You get a no, second thing too, and I just had this this morning, is I just sold a copy of Pez 2013 for $60. And there's no way in any universe that's a $60 game. I, If I seen $60 or that game on the ground, I grab the $60 a million times out of a million. I like, I'm like, why am I keeping this when that's worth so much? And it's yeah, just like, and it makes you really think somebody out there really wants that game because to them it has a sentimental value. Like, there's a saying that I think we all can agree it's only worth something if a person is willing to pay for it. Like, that guy who really wanted that Final Fantasy, he didn't want to lowball yeah. me. To him, he really wanted to pay me what he felt was worth it for. But somebody else to be like, I'm not paying you 500 for that. You know, but yeah, really I'm not paying $500 for that. I really yeah. want it, but I, I'm not mm-hmm. paying $500 for it. Full stop. Same here. That's I. That's how I am, too. Like, all these big high-dollar items, like, I want them, but I'm not paying these crazy retail prices. Is, I'll, yeah. I'll trade for something else that I have that is worth that much that I didn't pay that much for. So, like, I have, like, my 88 Antarctica, like, that's just waiting for somebody to trade for something. Like, that's all I bought it for. That's what I have it for. I didn't it, pay hundreds for it but i'm gonna trade for something worth hundreds for it and I'm, that's what I'm it's worth almost you know I mean? i'm almost certain i got something in my collection behind me that's probably somebody really wants that's probably rare i have no idea because a lot of stuff i've had so long you know if it's gripping um, night i'll kill you <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> sorry joe i picked that one up and i'm like this one means too much to me it goes I like my working designs games on ps1 i'm, ha- I'm mm. happy to have them so do you, do you would you have a lunar do you have arc little too or yeah, I have Lunar Arctolite. I have Lunar One, Arctolite, and Lunar Two boxes. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I passed up on. I have Lunar One and Two, but I'm so stupid. This guy had an Arctolite, and I passed on it because it was missing. Like it comes with like little buttons with the characters on it or something. Like these little, mm-hmm. and it was like missing two of them. And I was Thankfully like, yeah, I don't want it. It's not complete. Yeah. It was like it was like eighty bucks, and I passed on it. Not was, bad though. Not bad yeah, at all. This is a long time ago. So, yeah, but you know, now I'm mad because I'm like I would buy that all day every Th- day. Thankfully, the ones I have, they the stuff in them never been opened. They actually are still in the wrappers for everything. Oh, in that's that, awesome. Yeah, this the games are open. So, so whoever had them really, really took care of them. 
Mega, yeah, mine... I think it's time that we play Pinky's Quiz. What do you guys oh, say? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. I'm nervous. <laughs> so as you guys know in chat, that the quiz isn't just about our guests. We have now involved the quiz with chat. So I'm going to give you guys a quick update on chat's score. So we've got Windy Corner TV, Jimmy J, Jason Trickster, Cyrus and Banfi all on one point. And I can confirm the first person to get to five points from chat will win themselves a game shipped anywhere in the world. So you guys, to win, you have to be in chat. We need the correct title, full name. And today's chat question will be name this video game. So this isn't for us. We can't help. But this is just, is just for chat. So chat, what is your game? Here's your clue. I'll leave it up for about 20 seconds, and then um, we'll start the quiz. You guys can all help each other, but only one person gets the point. All right, we'll come back to this question. We've got nothing in chat at the moment. We'll see if anyone can get that. That one's right. hard, man. I got the I, I'm not gonna lie. I, could not, I could not figure that one out either. I got the first four pictures, but I don't. I had to stare at it for a while. That's clever, though. And I it, don't know if anyone's was gonna. Get, you got to be an old ass person to understand that first <laughs> reference. I was, actually, I was thinking. I, I kind of think what you were getting at, and I thought the same thing. But I'm yeah, embarrassed yeah, I, that I, I knew what I, that I, was immediately. Yeah. I'm like, God. <laughs> I think I know too, but I'm gonna wait till we till we see the answer at the end. AJ says, "What was the question again?" I'll bring it up for AJ. Okay. I just don't know the last two pictures, man. So good, it is so. Good. It is very good. Yeah, it is very good. It's so good when you know the answer. <laughs> I just don't know the last okay. two. Okay, yeah, I'm trying to see those last two pictures. Yeah, I, I have no idea. All right, we'll like, leave it for a bit. We'll see if anyone in chat can guess it. But let's get into the quiz, guys. Forrest, all right. this is your first time on the show. Would you like to go first? Would you like Joe to go first? True, let's do it. All right, Forrest is going to go first tonight, guys. So we've got eight questions. Uh, once again, big shout-out to Pavel and Sylvan for doing all the questions for the quiz. So we've got some great questions tonight. Uh, I'm just going to pull up the question list, and we'll get into it. All right, question number one. Forrest, this one's for you. So the way the quiz is going to work, each question will be worth one point. Forrest, if you get the question wrong, the question will go over to Joe for the chance to steal. And if, Joe, you get a question right, you'll be able to steal one point and then vice versa. Uh, so question one. What PS2's memory card save icon is this? Is it Devil May Cry, Metal Slug, Mega Man, or R-Type? Devil May Cry. That is Devil May Cry. Forrest takes the first point. Very nice. Uh, Joe, your first question. All right. What was Kirby's original name? Layla? Mimimi? Hoopoo? Hoopoo? What the? What the? Wait, what, what was that third one? Hoopoo? <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Dude. Um. 
I would. I mean, I'm gonna actually say it is po po po, po 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 po. So I'm going. And with. Joe would be right. The correct answer is po po po. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I knew it. Either that or me 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 me, or 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 the other three answers. <laughs> I just want to say that Turner's got the incorrect answer for the chat question as well. So no one's got the chat question right yet. It's still open to everyone. All right, moving on to round three. Uh, question three. Forrest, mm -hmm. this one's for you. Which two brothers went across the second dimension in a PS3 game? Second dimension. Wow. I'll repeat the question. Which two brothers went across the second dimension, or went across the 2D dimension in a PS3 game. Sorry, 2D, not second. 2D dimension. Two brothers. This is a, it was a PS2 game? PS3 game. Three game. Um... I, I don't, I don't honestly, dude. I don't know. Um, I don't think I ever played a game that had two brothers that went to a two D dimension. As soon as you hear it, you're gonna be like, ah, oh. <laughs> like, because because if it was if it was any PlayStation game, the only game that comes to mind to me was um, oh, I can't remember the name of the game. But it was a little kid getting chased by shadows. Uh, when he was trying to save his brother and his dog named Whiskey went with him and it went to like the side scroll to the environment. But as far as like PS PS3 night, I honestly cannot cannot think of it. Yeah, I'm at I'm at the pass. Sure. You wanna steal? I'm gonna say asterisk <laughs> and obelisk. I don't know. So the correct answer, and I guess this is a little bit of a trick question, was Venus and Ferbs. Across the second dimension. <laughs> oh my god! I would have never guessed that game, and I've seen. And I guess it was a bit of a trick question there. But... Yeah, yeah. I would have never. I would have never thought of Phoenix and Ferb. Yeah. Uh, question four, Joe. Mm -hmm. Which video game series is this slot machine from? Knives, we got Killing Wire. I'm going to say Hitman. Joe comes in clutch. Correct answer is Hitman. Wow. Mm. I, I, I really, I, I never played Hitman, but I would never thought something like that being in the game. That's pretty cool. So for me, it was the Strangling Wire. Mm -hmm. That's like yeah. a, that's a sneaky murdering. Sneaky, sneaky uh, murder and weapon. And I, I can't think of any video games that's in but Hitman. Yeah. Maybe Assassin's Creed, but they wouldn't have no freaking slot machines, I don't think. So, <laughs> yeah. Was... All right, guys, we'll get a quick update at the end of round two. Joe's got a lead of two points, and Forrest is right behind on one point. We're just going to quickly touch back on chat's question. So, AJ answered Shadow of Destiny. Shadow of Destiny is incorrect. No one has got it right yet. Again, this is worth one point. 
first person in chapter five points will win themselves a video game shipped anywhere in the world. So there's something on the line here, guys. We'll come back to that one soon. All right, moving on to round three. Forrest, this next question is for you. What company released the Suodokan game series? That would be Konami, wouldn't it? Correct answer is Konami. All right, moving on to question number six. Joe, this one's for you, and I've got a video question for you. I'm going to show you a famous person, and you Mm -hmm. have to tell me who it is. It's an interview. I will give you this. Okay. When the fourth game was released, Mm -hmm. my main contact at Activision. That's Tony Hawk. That's Tony Hawk. I'd be scared if you got that one wrong. But hey, there'd be people out there. I didn't answer that question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've just got some more. Oh, okay. We've got a correct answer in chat. I am giving today's point to Lulu Girl with Dynasty Warriors Gundam Reborn. That is correct. Congratulations, Lulu Girl. You take this week's chat question. Hmm. Now, the Reborn, I could not get. I wouldn't Dynasty have got that at all. Gundam Reborn. So we had the Re from Resident Evil and then mm. the Born at the end. That the was, that was tough. So well done, Lulu Girl. That was or good. Born Supremacy or something like that. Is that what that game is? I thought it was like... Oh, uh, I see. You know what? Okay, the last picture, I got the Born part from the picture. But the other ones, I was like, I don't understand. I get it now. Okay. Yeah, that's really okay. good. Who did that? Who came yeah. up with that? Very good. Freaking dynasty. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have known the dynasty one. No, that's the first part. I, I got the dynasty Honestly, warriors no. Gundam immediately. I wouldn't have. It I, I got it when I practiced. So yeah, and I because I also know there's like probably there's so many Gundam games. I don't know how many Dynasty Warrior Gundam games there are, but there's so many Gundam games. So it's, it's like a big head. Yeah, it's it's Gundam versus Extreme versus. Yeah, forget it. I'll never be able to guess the, the last part. All right, we are at the end of round number three, and the score is Joe out on front with three points and Forrest right behind with two points. Let's move into the final round. Question number seven. So this is going to be like chat's question, but a little bit easier. Only a couple of photos. So Forrest, this one's for you. Name the video game by the pictures. Wow. Um, so we got an arrow going down. A R. So D O H A. Um, the first picture is starting to throw me off, though. I'm trying to think. It's making me hungry. Um, looks freaking delicious. D O H A. And the first thing's ice cream, milkshake, chocolate milkshake, sprinkles. Um, (laughs) now you're making me hungry, man. Stop pointing out all the deliciousness. Oh, god. 
two out of the three words of the title. Hey, no hints. You, you both get no hints. That. <laughs> I know the answer. No hints. <laughs> Ooh. Whoa, Jen has the answer. No pressure. No, I really, I, I'm, dude, like, <laughs> the milkshake is really getting me right now. Like, because I can't think of words that would that would spell the game that would represent milkshake. Let me think. So, down Hawaii shirt. You're killing me. Is it a fighting game? Is it dead or alive extreme? I can't give away any hints. You've set the whole title, though. You pretty much used all the right words, just not quite right, man. You just got to put it together. That's the hard part. Wait, I did? No. <laughs> not in a row. <laughs> is it DOA Extreme? It is not. I'm hand this one over to Joe for it. Yeah, I have to give oh. up. It's Shake Down Hawaii. Oh, it was shake down Hawaii. Joe. So I got it kind of close with Dio in Hawaii. Oh, you, you, were, you were like milkshake down, Hawaiian, down shirt. Hawaiian shirt. I'm like, ah, I'm <laughs> to the same it. part over there. Oh my god, it. you got it, dude. Chat uh, <laughs> got it as well. They're all freaking out. <laughs> uh, wow, that's all right. Hey. Question, Joe, this one's for you. Name the game. By the pitches. <laughs> uh, that would be Horizon Zero Dawn. Correct answer is Horizon Zero Point. Zero. Yeah, it's point. funny. I even saw it in the picture myself. Wow. And this week's winner with five points is Joe Brad. Congratulations, Joe. Woo! Dude, I love the pictures. Yeah, that's a fun game. That was really fun. Thanks so much for playing for us and coming on and playing. And well done again, Joe. Woo! And Lulu Girl, congratulations to taking your first point. So, guys, good. if you want to be involved with the quiz in chat, you have to be on the live streams, and each stream will have the opportunity to earn one point. First to get five points will win themselves a game. So, you got to be in it to win it. You guys had any um, recent pickups this week? So I had only one. Well, it wasn't this week. I guess last week. But it's my most recent. So um, recent would be this. The Resident oh. Evil PS3 version for PS3. Which contains the English cover. And on the inside of it, which is probably the coolest thing, is there is the disc of Biohazard, as you see there. And what's also cool about this version, which as you can see, is you notice it says Biohazard for the disc and the manual says Resident Evil. And now there's the Biohazard manual. That's cool. It also has DLC for the game. It's cool. It contains all the Wesker videos, the Wesker uh, classifieds for the story of his scenario. 
And I guess I can show you a picture of the inside of it. It is in full color. That, is this, so is this the Asian English release or is this the Japanese release? It is the Asian English release, yep. Yeah, and on the inside one. of here has the Biohazard cover. So you can swap the cover out from the English to the Japanese. That's awesome, dude. I'll, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah, books and I had to get it. I had to get it. Absolutely. The, um, the Japanese version plays in English as well. So if you don't want to spend mm. the $200 to get the Chinese version, the Japanese version's completely the That's same. That's what it's I did. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I love have the, the this cover. This is so freaking awesome. Yeah, so that's really, why that's really why is. that one's so desirable is the the Resident Evil cover. Like, how much one. is this one going for? Because I paid twenty dollars for this. Well, so I've sold it for over two hundred dollars before. So, but really, yeah, wow. You know what else? Uh, I don't know if it, I don't think it is English, but I, you can also get the um the two like light gun games in the Resident Evil Chronicles ones, Dark Dark Chronicles or whatever they're called, and mm. um, they work on the PS3 Move, and you don't really need English to play them. So if anybody does want a physical, you can pick them up. I would recommend that you can get them on the Wii too if you want to play them on the Wii. But who wants to play them on the Wii? Get them on the PS3. Come on, look what podcast are we on here? This is our Crash Fantasia. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know. Um, sorry, didn't mean to. What else you got, me? So that was the only game. That was the only pickup I got recently, like recent, recently. All right, all right. Because I mean. I've been really waiting for the releases to come out later. I do have a bunch of show and tell games here, but that's like my recent recent. So, are we doing regular just like show and tell things? So I'll um, I'll show my recent one off as well. I don't buy many games these days, but um, I had I seen a message on um Facebook from a guy looking for Painkiller on PS3, and I had a copy on eBay, so I messaged him, and um, it was a regular in the PS3 group. His name's Matt. Shout out to Matt if you're watching. And um, he said he wanted to buy it, but he was also willing to trade. And um, mm. he had a game that I was after. And I thought, you know, I don't buy many games these days. It was a big heavy hitter that I probably wouldn't purchase because it is just a little bit out of my price range or more than I'd like to spend on a game. And anyway, that game is Manhunt 2. Oh, so nice. happy to have this one. That is a good trade, man. Yeah, so it's not just complete, it's also got the registration card as well, which I'm pretty happy to have because I've looked online and I couldn't actually find any copies that had the registration card. And there were sold copies in Australia for over 270 bucks. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty happy to add this one to the collection. I've got Manhunt ones, so and I eventually want to get every Rockstar game. So, it's a heavy hitter that I'm pretty happy to knock off the list. What do you got for us this week, Joe? So I don't have. I mean, all I have is my pickups. I don't have show and tell stuff too. So that's all right. We'll, we'll make this one big segment. We'll just keep going around the circle again. Okay. All right. So I did. Uh, you know, it's only been like a few days. Sorry to always have something to show, but <laughs> I have uh, uh, a few pickups that I got. So I picked uh, uh, Warhammer Shooters Ooh. Blood and Teeth. That is cool. I like uh, the all that. Yeah, it's like a cartoonish, not like cell shaded, but it's like got that like neo cartoonish look, I guess. But it's like a run and gun shooter. I'd say like a like a contra inspired type of type game. Um, you know, it's just one of those ones I've been eyeballing for a while. And there was like a really good sale on um, 
gosh, I think it was Amazon. They're like, buy one, get one free or something like that. I think I paid like, like 10 bucks for this or something like that. So um, I love collecting for PS4 right now because there's just so many games that I've just been waiting for and waiting, Fine. waiting for. And they're finally cheap, nice and cheap. Uh, really good deals. Like, um, like I think right now, if anybody cares, like the Back for Blood uh, Super Deluxe Edition that's usually like 90 bucks is on sale for like 30 bucks on Best Buy on clearance. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. You know those crazy editions; they're really cheap right now. Um, so I also got this because I've been meaning to pick this up for a while. I want to play that. Ooh, I want to play that too. Yeah, uh, it looks dope, and um, when I feel like getting my ass kicked, I will put it in and uh, get my ass kicked. <laughs> you know these games. Um, I'm not like the best souls player or anything like that or any of these types of games but uh you know i do uh, i have what i'm stubborn so i can't play them because i will just keep playing them and trying over and over and over and over and over until i win i don't care <laughs> did you kidding. play the neo games too uh I, I i played a little of neo one and um again i got my ass kicked uh, i never finished it so all those games i always i get to a point where i start to lie to myself and i'm like i just need to break just gonna play uh, a shmup for a little while, and then it's three years later, and I'm like, eh, maybe I'll get back to it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I should replay those. I, I picked up like the the uh, combo they came out with on PS5. Neo one, oh, Neo beautiful two. collection. I said on yeah. Neo one, I was the, I think I was the 86th person in the world to get the platinum trophy for that. I took nice. I took wow, all that pre-ordered it and oh got the God. platinum trophy in like nine days and a hundred and something hours. I don't know too many people who's even yeah. I don't know too many people who's platinum. Um, but that collection is nice though. That's a nice collection on PS5. For mm-hmm. that, and it's good value too. Like those games aren't cheap. You know, mm-hmm. probably cheaper to just get the collection than to buy them individually. Oh, Neo One is cheap because it got a greatest hits, but Neo Two isn't. You know, at one point you could get the Neo Two box set at GameStop for like nine dollars new, for like a year or two. Yeah, they was trying to give them away because no one was buying them. I actually bought one for like nine dollars new at GameStop during the holidays one year. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, that's like uh, it's all about being patient. That's why I like physical collecting, man. Like yeah. you can be savvy with it. Like that's what I, I. I'm not gonna like embrace the digital future because it's just gonna be. All right, everything's sixty bucks or even more by the time people don't realize. And then it's a it's a it's a gamble. It'll be like Steam, where you'll be like, "Oh, well, there's a summer sale. You can get some deals. You can, and then there's like a Christmas sale, or you know, there'll be a few few seasonal times where stuff's on sale. But other than that, that'll be it. It's just there's no fun in it anymore. Um. Uh, anyway, that's a different tangent. But uh, I also so this is funny. I I I was I I you know I got my Steam Deck. Uh. I've been emulating like everything and like there's a few games that like weren't emulating that great and this was one of them like the sound wasn't working so i just got irritated and i bought it because i wanted to play it so i picked up uh afterburner Ooh, black falcon for PSP. very nice not, that's nothing fancy psp games are all cheap which is why i love collecting for psp because it's the only system where i'm like oh god i want this game how much is it oh cool it's like only 10 bucks 15 bucks sweet like every other system when I, it's the, always the opposite. I'm like, oh, this game looks fun. How much is this? Ah, damn! <laughs> like every other Vita, system, Vita sadly doesn't matter. And it's yeah. always like, you know, there'll be there's tons of cheap games on every system, but those are the ones I don't want. 
You know what I mean? Like I, I, you know, you go through a list when you're emulating and you pick out the ones you want and then you're like, well, how much are these physicals? And those are always the ones that are insane, but that makes sense. Everybody wants the same yeah. games because those are the ones that are good. So I'm not the only one who knows that the game's good. It is what it is. Uh, and then the last thing I picked up, nothing fancy or anything, but, uh, just been on my radar for a while and I've wanted it for a while. I picked up, uh, dodgeball academia. Um, this is an RPG dodgeball game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of cartoonish. Um, nothing too crazy about it. It is two players, but it's like, I don't know. Did you guys ever play, uh, the dodgeball games on NES? Like I think it was just called Super Dodgeball. Uh, yes, I, like I did. Yeah, I played a bit of dodgeball. I mean, yes, yeah. I love those games when I was a kid. I used to play them all the time with my brother. And um, when this came out, for some reason, I was just like, you know what? I would like to play a dodgeball game. That looks fun. So again, it was on sale. I got it for like ten bucks, fifteen bucks, or something like that. So I picked it up as well. I can't ever think I've ever seen gameplay of a dodgeball game. <laughs> I have to look that up. <laughs> Uh, like I, know, well, I, know, I play dodgeball, but not a video game version of it before. Oh, so the dodgeball game on NES is legit. That game is really fun. I mean, well, I suppose now it's probably not going to you know, blow your socks off or anything. But it, back in the day, it was a great game, and it was a lot of fun. Um, so, I don't know. It's kind of nostalgic for it. That's everything. That's all I got for pickup so far this week. I got one or two things for show and tell, and then Forrest will go to you because I know you got a few exciting things there. Uh, so I thought I'd pull out some um, JRPG games on PS1 with Forrest being our guest today. Uh, so here we have a Square Soft title. This is Vagrant Story. Uh, this is again before the merge with um, Square Soft and Enix. Very nice. That's a good game. Very nice. I love these PAL versions too because they weren't reprinted. <laughs> you North American Final Fantasy games and stuff, they're just, they're, they're a lot cheaper than the PAL versions, I find. Um, just because they were reprinted and things like that. I love these big cases as well. So oh, the second yeah. one, we've got a Capcom title, Breath of Fire 4. Uh, I do want to get the other Breath of Fire games, but they are really expensive. So. Yeah, I have Breath of Fire 3, and that, that was not easy to get either. Great games. Beautiful artwork. That game oh, especially. That's yeah, gorgeous. But at some point, I might give him a go. You know what it's like? You can only play so many JRPGs. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember my little brother played the SNS, SNES ones, but I never played the first two, but I did play uh, a lot of three. And uh, a good chunk of four as well. What have you got? PS One RPGs are the best. They're beautiful to collect for. I love them. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel like so... they're getting like a lot of love right now. They're getting like the Suikoden in remakes, and they re-release Legend yes, of Man. I'm, I'm looking they... forward to that. Definitely. Yeah, I need a I need a remake of Brave Friends and Musashi, please. That's what I want. I want a nice... Oh, that was such a good game on PS Two and PS One. Ah, I love like a Chrono Trigger on PS Four or something. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, if they remake Chrono Trigger, leave the gameplay element, maybe do a 2.5 or even, I don't know, a remake, that would be amazing. As long as they don't ruin it. But Like a Chrono collection of Chrono Trigger and yeah, Chrono Cross. That would be pretty cool. No, they're going to make it, and they're going to make it an action RPG. <laughs> that would still be pretty cool. You know what? It could be good. I could see it. 
If they pulled I'm up, fine with it if they make a sequel, but if they call it Chrono yeah. Trigger, I would not be okay with it. Final Fantasy. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, let's see. So, I guess it's my turn now, show and tell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So, we're going to start with consoles first, and then we'll go to the games. So, Joe, I think you're going to love this. What you got, I man? Do. All right. I already do. <laughs> so, I'm going to show you the box first. All right. There was a is game. Hatsune Miku? But it is something cool still. There okay. was a visual novel in All Japan right. that had this really cool special edition PSP with the game called All Stars Prelude Symphony Pack. Okay. Ooh. Oh, that's pretty. I had to pre a very, very high premium because I really wanted it. You're going to see the price tag in a second. But here is the cask. Here is the top yeah, I've of never the box. Seen this. That's a PSP. I like the black button. Pay for it. Ow. And it was pre-owned. It wasn't even. Mm. That was pre-owned. Mm-hmm. Five ninety-nine. Gorgeous, man. So Beautiful. Here is the PSP itself. Yeah, Japan got. Yeah, that looks freaking awesome with the black buttons because they have there's a few uh, white so models good. like that but not with that uh not with the black buttons and this also, one is this one's immaculate man well i was just gonna say too and you know oh psps especially the backs of them are always trashed yeah this is, always, this is yeah, absolutely not yeah so like i uh i have a god of war i have the god of war black and red model that's like my favorite one and um I've been trying to find like a clean battery cover for it forever, dude. And it's just like impossible to find one because you know what I actually, the, that that's like that specific red that like you cannot buy a replacement for it. That's the God of War red one that they had. Yeah. 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 So speaking of PS, well, handhelds, let's move on. Mm-hmm. That's gorgeous. So man, yeah, it, it, it's pretty rare. So I think if you go to console rarity, there's a console rarity uh, site. It's like very high up on the rarity. I've never seen that before, dude. I've never so even seen. I that. was very happy to get it because. And I've I've spent hours trolling Japanese PSP. Like, dude, I love that stuff. There's so many beautiful ones. Really I want the Hasuni Miku one so bad, dude. Uh, believe it or not, I, I still want the Hannah Montana one really bad. Yeah, I think it was Adam Fibbs. He has one. He's I, I actually own one at one point, but it was incomplete and all scratched and stuff. So I sold it. See, I, you know, I have a few of them, so I'm not. It depends on how scratch you're talking. So I'm going to run through these other two because I've already showed it earlier in the, in the video. So this is obviously Xenosaga 3. So we've awesome. seen that one already. Um, you gotta say the subtitle. What's the subtitle? Alpha Sprachs. Yeah, uh, it's also Sprachs out of Thustra. Things he named that game. It's in German. It's actually German. I don't know how to pronounce it in German, but um, Just sound angry when you're saying it. All right. So the next one is a PS Vita that I I bought it brand new three years ago and I never opened it. So this this Vita is actually new. It's not even open. I've never it's opened Japanese, it. Japanese or is it a US? It's a Japanese one? Vita, yeah. So just it's on that forest, I, I want to have a question about sealed Vitas because I know sealed PSPs right now, the batteries are busting open. Uh, 
what's going to happen with Vader's in 10 years? So yeah. here's what I've been trying to get people to understand. That even though this thing is new, at some point I'm going to have to open it and charge the battery. Because if you don't, if you do not charge the battery, they will die. So what I what I'm thinking is doing is maybe once a year charging it so that the battery doesn't die, but at the same time finding a way to take the take it out without putting prints on the console. That's the hardest part. So yep. yes, you have to charge the batteries in these. You have to. That's that's no. That's something that people have to realize. If you're going to collect consoles with batteries, you have to periodically charge the battery. It will die mm -hmm. and it will rupture. So yeah, There's horror stories out there of people with sealed PSPs and the battery leaking. And Speaking, of, speaking of which, leads me to my next. Ooh. Beautiful. I had to open this because it was the very same thing he was talking about. So... Mm -hmm. Check out the condition of this PSP first off, because it's new. Oh my god! Oh, let me get them the light. Yeah, like, don't. Oh, you yeah, see the battery? Right. The original PSP battery is not even bloated. See it? Yeah. That's impressive. And yeah, the power cord still. Yeah, it's flawless. So the. Um, is that a three thousand or a two thousand? It's a three thousand. It's the last model. Uh, that's nice, man. It and you will never see them in that condition. Just nope. Just, yeah. Um, so I actually found a Chinese brand new PSP I'm going to buy. If I get it next week, I will show it to you, Fixie, Yeah. on Twitter, because sure. you're going to love it. That's, I found that not long ago. Now, this next console has a story behind it. So this is a PS... Look at the condition it's box. I feel like we're going back to 2002. <laughs> this box is exceptionally clean i am shocked so the story behind his ps2 was her a husband and his wife went and bought this this is the model 3000 model model uh 3001 so mm -hmm. it was the very first vision revision they bought it and the intention was to play it there's the back of it look at it it's just immaculate in the top of it see the problem was Oh, actually, hold on. To show you just how neat this thing is, if you open it, I'm going to open it real quick. Let's take the controller and all that, see? Yeah, yeah, it's basically untouched. Basically unplayed, yeah. Her husband got sick the night he bought it. He, they opened it, and her husband got ill. His health never recovered, and he eventually passed away like last year. So during that time when he bought it, he got ill, and they never played it. So it's practically new. The system, the the, the console was out of the box, but the lady told me that it, it sat and it sat in one spot for almost a decade. They never touched it. This, the controller was never taken out of the wrapper. They plugged it up, but he never played it. The system doesn't have a scratch on it anywhere. It's basically new. So. I am very, very happy to have it, but during the circumstances of her husband, but I don't think I've ever seen a clean PS2 box like that in a long time. So to have that was very, very cool. Mm. Wow. That was a nice piece, man. Yeah. So getting to some games now. This is actually a game that I really Oh, you get. son of a... Dude, you son <laughs> of a... That's, I, I have one and two. And I don't have that one. You I paid only $45 for this. I hate you. 
Now it's like $200 now. I was like, what? Bro, I look for that on eBay like three or four times a week. This was immaculate condition. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So I I got lucky. Keep your eyes peeled. You let me know if you see another one. for. Dude, I see this all the time. I see this all the time. I've seen like several copies of this. To find uh, one for less call than a movie trading company. If you have a movie trading company, call them to have one shipped from the store down here off of Northwest Highway in Dallas. They have mm-hmm. one. If you want to get one. So mm-hmm. next is Orishika. I, I need trails in the sky too. Do you have trails in the sky? They have trails in the sky there too, I believe. I don't remember the price of it. Mm, yeah, it's probably so not this good. is Orishika Bloodlines <laughs> on PS Vita, which is extremely expensive. This is a really good turn-based JRPG. Full customization of characters has beautiful graphics. It's trying to autofocus on my face, so it's kind That's of that's the region to... three English version, right? Yes, it's the English, uh, the Asia English region three. Yes, sir. Yep. But I paid one hundred fifty dollars for this. It was worth it, but I had to pay a premium, <laughs> unfortunately. Mm, Vita. But it's a Vita game. It's probably Vita worth a lot that. more than that today, right? Yeah. Next is one I got when I was traveling for work up in the state of Wisconsin. I don't remember the game. The oh, do I have the video game sticker on here? Do I? What company? I don't. They don't have the name on the sticker. I wanted to get my hands on Tears to Tower Two. This is uh, brand new. I never opened it. Unfortunately, I see that version, huh? ninety dollars for this. Is that what the? I really, really wanted this. So, uh, and it's it comes so cool. With the, you can see the title through the top of the case. That looks awesome. No, no, it's an art book on the back of it. That's what. Yeah, it yeah, is. that's the art. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like the way it. Um, the way they packaged it in there. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. That's really cool. But I really, 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 really wanted this, um, because it's an extremely hard game to get nowadays. First, um, I've actually never seen that version apart from I've, I own that sealed version of the art book, and I've never seen another one. It's the first one I've seen, so that's cool. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not. It's yeah. very, very uncommon. Um, the next game was one that I really want to talk about for those who are still collecting PSP. This is the European version of Tales of Eternia. Mm. Now, Figsy may know about this story. This is very important for those who may have been interested in buying Tales of Destiny 2, but don't want to pay the PS1 prices. So if you're going to get this, there are two versions of this game. It's called the Volt Glitch copy and the non-Volt Glitch copy. It's crucial to know you have to find the, not the recent, it's called 1.0 update. That's the Volt version. You want to go for the one that's 1.2 or 1.3. So Ubisoft printed this in Europe. You have to find a version on the UMD disk. You won't know unless you actually go to the update on the UMD itself. If it says 1.2 or higher, you got the version that is not broken, meaning you can play the whole game and it will not glitch. Unfortunately, the original print, version one, you cannot beat the game. It's not possible. When you fight the boss, that's the Volt boss, he does an attack in the game, and the game crashes every single time because he does the attack every single time. You cannot beat the game with that version. So this version is worth $100. The non-Volt glitch version is worth $100, whereas the Volt glitch version is $50 to $30. So if you ever see it online, make sure it says non-Volt glitch copy. There's no way to tell it apart. apart There's no way to tell it apart unless the person you're buying from actually understands what they have and and can actually tell you. So if you're saying, oh, you got this game on eBay, I want to buy it. 
if they cannot tell you which version they have, stay away from it because it could be one you cannot beat the game. <laughs> I can't even get to tell crucial. tell me if it's PAL, what country it's from, <laughs> if it's sealed, if it's if it's the game in the picture. In the game. <laughs> is it the actual pictured game or is it just some shit they pulled off of a freaking oh man, my people on eBay, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's just something that you have to understand that if you're going to buy um Eternia, you have to know that it's mm-hmm. important. Then didn't, didn't it uh did they did that game get like a PS2 release in PAL as well? Didn't they do like a PS2 version of that as well? I don't know PAL. if they did. I wasn't aware of it. I know they did a mm-hmm. Japanese Destiny 2 remake. Okay. Of the actual Destiny 2. Um but I'm to my knowledge I'm not familiar with uh Eternia getting a actual I have uh most of it, so I know I see the comment uh what if you get the ROM? No, the ROM I believe would not contain the glitch. There's all there's probably a version of it that does not have the glitch. This is only if you're getting the P, the PSP. Now I will tell you this: if you buy the PSP, this is one I recommend over the PS1. This has widescreen support. This game is widescreen, so if you you actually get more view of the environment and in the battles. So that's why I recommend this over the PS1 version. It's cheaper. You can plug it up to your PSP to the TV. Or computer and play it you get the widescreen option it looks amazing still contains all the voice acting the english voice acting as well as a japanese intro the european version got the japanese intro this is another cool feature about this game so just thought i'd point that out little psa for anybody that's interested to get that i'd love to say like tales of destiny one and two on modern systems psp is a uh, region free guys by the way yes region free yep so I actually have been getting a, a few European games, and buying some Japanese games lately. It's pretty fun. They got yeah, I'm, nice I'm, 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 yeah, you guys are welcome. I, like I said, oh, I know, I know Salazar. I know that guy. How you doing, man? But yes, yeah, so, mm-hmm. um, yes, I'm glad to to let everybody know about this. A lot of people don't know about that vocalist copy. It does exist, and it's something to be very, very important. The person who's selling it, if they if they give you the information. Those are the people you can trust because if they can actually tell you that version they have, then then it's trusted. If that person went out of the way to tell you that which version it is, that's how far that's into the uh, confident. Okay, so you can say you can just buy, buy the update version when you boot up the game. You don't actually have to play through the game to find no, out. No, you just put the UMD in and go down to where mm-hmm. where you know how every UMD has a update for your console. Mm-hmm. If it has version one and it doesn't have a number after one point whatever, it's just one point zero zero. Mm-hmm. It's an earlier game release, so it's, it's one of the earlier updates. If it does not contain the newer update with a point number on the end, it is not the uh, copy that's not glitched. That's it has cool, to man. be one point two or higher for it to be. And what's funny about it, the story behind it was Ubisoft took back copies of people who had the glitches. They sent them in and got them got them exchanged. Oh, okay. They didn't do a reprint of them. That's the problem. The problem is it never got reprinted. You had to send it in for Ubisoft to re- send you back one. So they're oh. extremely rare. Oh, I was gonna oh, say it's okay. weird that they never like did something different on the cover. Mm-hmm. But if it wasn't a reprint, then that kind of makes the cover sense. is the covers are the same. You will not the covers will not tell you the difference. No, but Ubisoft did go out of the way to replace the copies of them. That reminds me of like the 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 Doom for limited run games that was all messed up. It's like the yeah. same thing. Like. You have to they don't the good ones are the ones people sent back in and had to do the trade in for it, right? They never like reprinted it and fixed it. Yeah. 
And that, that's that in good. mind, there's probably more non-working versions than working versions. There's going to be more non-working versions, unfortunately. So it makes it extremely rare. Um, but it, but there are people on eBay, and I've seen it, where they actually list non-vote glitch. So if you see that, that's the one you want to buy. If it says vote, if the person goes out of their way to tell you it's a vote glitch and you're okay with it, because you can actually, if you're okay with it and somebody gives you a safe out past the boss and you just want to play the game, you don't care about your character stats being affected, or you can give them your safe out. That's what's cool about PSP. You can give that person your safe out to beat that boss for you and they can send the safe out back and you can progress it that way. So <laughs> there is ways around it. But if you really want to play the game out of your own accord without anyone's help, you need to get the right proper version. Forrest will beat the boss for you guys. Just send him a message. <laughs> yeah, because I have a working copy. So, um, but yeah, so I, I figured that'd be pretty good. That's why I wanted, I wanted to show that for sure because I knew probably people didn't know that. I, I didn't know that. That was really cool. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. So the next game here is another PSP game. It's one of my absolute favorites. It's the fourth entry in the series, and that is Growlance of Four. Wait for a time. Ooh. Nice, dude. I that absolutely whole, whole series love is awesome. the Grow Lancer games. The there's an interesting thing about the person who created the art for these games. I'm not going to talk about the person, but it, it, let's just say it's interesting. But anyway, <laughs> that doesn't yeah. sound good, dude. <laughs> yeah. So the actual the actual game is like it's kind of isometric, top down, sprite based, mm. kind of like tactical sort of. There's strategic routes you have to take in like the maps. Like you go into a tunnel, it can be dark. You may need to go find a flashlight or some kind of uh, firelight to get through the tunnel. You can't just go straight in. Um, there is like areas where you have to escape monsters and go through mountains and may have to take split paths for your characters to go uh, to escape routes. Like it's a very cool tactical game. I absolutely love Girl Lancer 4. Um, this was one of the very last PSP releases, or one of the very end, the very telling of the, of the system's life. And Atlas released it, which anything Atlas does is pretty much a done deal being rare. Mm. But I rare love the end at the end of the last song. Especially yeah. at the oh. end. I love this game. I absolutely love the art style of the characters. Very 90s, early 2000s kind of design. Um, but yeah, if you really want a good tactical kind of a it's like a semi-tactical, semi-turn base. It's a mixture of both. It's a weird, mm. like I love those types of games. Oh, dude. PSP has a, love. a plethora of strategy love RPGs if you're into them. There's so many good ones. Absolutely, on the man. It's, mm -hmm. it's it's for sure probably my favorite. It's it's it like, was it Grow Lancer Generations, then Grow Lancer 4, then Grow Lancer um, Heritage of War? Heritage of War is a 2D attempt at trying to be something modern. It's okay, but it's not mm. considered the, the best in the series. So, should I do PS1 or do I, should I do PS4 first? Which one do you want me to do? Get PS1, PS1 and then we'll get right. a PS4. Soak it in two. It's a good one. Look at the condition of this one. Yeah, it looks clean. Yeah. And the disc. <clears throat> can't wait for the remake, dude. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the PS4 version. Yeah, dude, I, looks, I can't wait. Nice disc, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's brand new. Yeah. So, so I, I have a copy, but it ain't that clean. Yeah, this is man is clean, extremely. That's very nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I gotta give shout out to Xenogears. I oh, yeah, freaking dude. love Xenogears to death. This when so before Xenosaga came out, um, I was on a kick with like PS1 games, like playing Final Fantasy. I wasn't I was starting to get into Final Fantasy games. I wasn't really into JRPGs because I was mostly playing a lot of racing games and a lot of platformers. That's all I played back then. And as I was going and trying out new games, when my father would let me get newer games that was more mature because he was still sort of lenient on what I could play, he eventually let me get this. That's and a- he was like, T-rated game, this should be fine. Man, I felt like this game was more mature than T-rated because mm-hmm. of all the, 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 the gore, the, the, the biblical terminology. Just, there was actually some nudity in this game, which for a T-rated game was just... It, no, if it's got re-released, it would missed that one that reviewing it for the release. Yeah, they missed that. There is nudity in this game. But the story is fantastic. The combat, oh my God. The combat is so good. So freaking good. And I know in 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 um in this never came out overseas other than digital, I'm not mistaken, from PS3. But I love the art on the disc, man. It just that's the way they did them over here. The black labels were this white with this kind of etching of the name behind it or character art. Um, like for instance, with just I just oh, love I love the art. So 90s, man. And just this is one of the best games on Square and Square Enix never reprinted Xenogears. Of all the games they, they did a reprint on their website you could buy, this was one of them that never got reprinted. They reprinted um Vagrant Story, they reprinted Final Fantasy Nine, they reprinted eight, they never printed seven. Never seven I never got reprinted because the that was owned by Sony. It, right? Sony they reprinted Sony. the greatest hits version, that's why. Well, yeah, Squaresoft did, but when Square Enix bought Square at the time, when they did the reprint for Square Enix's actual label on their cases, it never got reprinted on at, at that point. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, After the yeah, murder. there was a Squaresoft greatest hits, there's a Square Enix greatest hits. Ah, okay, yeah. So all the Square Enix prints are silver bottom. You know about like the, the black and silver disc prints, uh, Figzy? Yeah, well, the PAL is completely different, so I've never actually seen so the So all the greatest hits that Square Enix printed are silver discs, they're not black. So they're like they're the DVD style? They, they look like CD-ROM discs. They're basically silver. Those are the ones that are printed so many times that they're not worth anything. Yep. Um, the, so, so you're into a whole other conundrum of collecting. So you got your silver bottom square Enix prints. Then you got the greatest hit black label prints well, by Squaresoft. And then you got the black label prints of Squaresoft. So there's actually three versions <laughs> that if you're collecting every version of Square Enix and Squaresoft, there's silver bottom and then there's the greatest hit black bottom. And then there's, the, or I say black, but they're really purple. But then there's the black label greatest hit first edition greatest hit second edition so that's kind of how i look at it but yeah xenogears is the bomb i love xenogears so next show and tell actually this one i've been intrigued by ogre battle i found this finally for years i've been looking for it because it was a super nintendo game that got uh, printed for ps1 so it plays just like a super nintendo game they didn't really alter anything to it so when you boot it up it's exactly the same as if it was cartridge form, just on a disc. Um, other than the fact that it plays on PlayStation. Same yeah, art. So many cool games we didn't get over here. 
This is really cool by Alice. I'm glad they printed this. They even have the little RPG simulator sticker label at the very bottom like they do over here. That's pretty cool. So uh, this is command 75 different type of characters, 13 possible endings, non-linear gameplay. This limited edition takes Ogre Battle to the whole new level of 32-bit gaming. This is extremely expensive. I can pay like $142 for this. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. So I have a uh, a guy at work that he's he's into switch collecting really heavily. And I, you know, I talk about switch collecting, but I told him I'm really into PlayStation. He's like, Oh, I have one valuable PlayStation game in it. That's the one he has, that ogre battle game. So I've been working him on that for a so, long time. I'm just like, <laughs> dude, you, I know you, you're into switch. You don't even like PlayStation. You don't even yeah. like it, man. Just out come on. I, I got some stuff you could trade. Come on, uh, I'll get it eventually. It'll be mine. <laughs> and, yeah, really and, annoying. And, and AJ's correct. <laughs> Xenogears did get a print from Squaresoft. It did get a greatest hits. It didn't get a second edition from Square Enix. So yeah, he, he corrected that. That's something I missed. So yes, it did get a greatest hits Squaresoft print, not Square Enix. So a little bit of other trivia about Squaresoft. I don't know if you guys knew this or not. I want to make a video about this, but I'm gonna just kind of do a little small recap. So all the Squaresoft games released in America is also collaborated by Square Electronic Arts. So EA had a merger deal with Squaresoft to print their games in Japan under the Square Enix or Squaresoft name. And Squaresoft did not have a publishing distribution center here. So EA, Electronic Arts, paid some of the dividends to help release their games here. So they had like a 30, 70 merger, like how much money they would make off the games. Okay. So Squaresoft was banking because all their games were making good money here. They were selling really well. Every game that got released in Japan by Squaresoft bombed. Like Madden, Need for Speed, none of those games sold well at all. EA was upset because EA was paying for the translations for all the Vagrant Story, Xenogears, all the final, the only reason why we got those games, EA paid for the translations for Squaresoft because Squaresoft couldn't afford it. They were they were actually going bankrupt. That's why the merger happened. They needed a way out, and so Square, uh, so EA was essentially helping them stay afloat. And the only reason why we got Kingdom Hearts is because when the merger happened, they was able to fund that development and that right for that release. Of Kingdom Hearts, but they had to buy the rights back from EA. So EA still held some right to Kingdom Hearts One. So once they paid them, paid for their part of the company back from EA, it became Square Enix. That's why the later releases of Kingdom Hearts One have Square Enix instead of SquareSoft. But I want to make a video about that because a lot of people don't know if it wasn't for EA in US, we wouldn't have got any of those games. And Squaresoft wanted to release a lot of those games in Europe which, with EA's help. The EA refused. They didn't want to pay the money to have more translations done. That's why a lot of them didn't come to Europe because they were hoping the EA would help fund the bill to get them released. And, and EA didn't want to do it because EA was getting really upset with Squaresoft because their games were not selling in Japan. They weren't making any profit. It was like, you're not helping us sell our games. You're not marketing our games. But we're marketing your games to help you guys out here. And they weren't they weren't helping on the other end. It was like, yeah, that's so, it sucked. Kingdom Hearts would have been expensive too, with all the Disney licenses and everything. And the only reason why, because like I said, it was it was because of EA. EA 
you can so basically square soft was in a position where ea was able to help them capitalize but unfortunately it wasn't the and other it, way around in case any of you young people don't know ea used to not be satan and no, they didn't actually be a pretty decent company and they didn't have microtransactions and they didn't like ruin the industry. Like they, they just, made good games. They made good games. Like EA were great. And like their you know, sport games used to feel different. Oh, so good, dude. They were good. Yeah. Like you used to be excited about EA for a long time. So for everybody out there, you got to thank EA, the EA of the past. You have to give them thanks for every square soft that says, Electronic Arts LLC. If you ever see that name on the intro of a game, you have to give EA credit. If it was Dude, not for Genesis, them, damn fine, damn fine games. Yeah, yeah these damn fine games. Play some real good games on Genesis. So you got to mm -hmm. give you got to give EA credit, man. They they technically at one point in time held the rights to those games. They held the rights to all of those games. The reason well, why Final Fantasy, yeah, that we so got you got to yeah. I'm thankful. You, tell you that you got to be thankful to ea you have to a lot of people don't give them credit for that that's one of the reasons oh, i have I mean, so many like one of the most greatest companies in video games yeah but you got to <laughs> give and that's one of the reasons i hold ea in the past to, in respect for what we got and i don't ever forget that part mm -hmm. of the company of ea of the past not today they, but back then yeah they so. still do some cool stuff i mean they're not, yeah they do they do know, i'm they, not gonna I, knock I, them but they have like yeah. fun like an indie game every year or a project every once in a while too. Like I'm pretty sure that Unravel game that came out was just mm -hmm. like a random. That was actually good. Game. Yeah, yeah, a great game. Yeah. And EA decided to just help them put that out. And so like they're you know they do their stuff. And I'm one of those people who's like a realistic approach to like business. Like you can't be mad at people who want to make money. You know what I mean? No. Like you, you can't yeah. be mad at people. That's like how the world works. If nobody wanted to make any money, we wouldn't have any damn games. Okay. <laughs> people and wouldn't be making money. And truth be told, this is one of the reasons I'm I'm actually glad that I'm able to talk about that because a lot of people don't know that mm -hmm. there was that EA help that Squaresoft so desperately needed that made that possible for that generation. Yeah. It really was really was remarkable. So Last PS1 game, Hoshigami. Ooh, another Atlas one. Tactical That's RPG. Cool one. This is yeah. considered by many to be one of the hardest uh, JRPGs on the PS1, this game. Um, I never got far enough to see how hard it is, but apparently it's very brutally hard. So here's the... For Friggin some reason, you got to do this though. front cover with no disc on the front because the manual's too big. Hmm. And then... The you have a nice one. condition on your games, by the way. That's a very clean copy again. Looks All really of my nice. games are like that, man. I I, I have to find the double the, the double case games like that in good shape. Like you can yeah. replace the single disc games pretty easily, but those are hard to find in that, that nice so shape, especially rare case. games like that. Yeah, the cases are still clean. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's man, a this. cool one. I never see that one in the wild anywhere. I've seen it online and stuff, but like, never. I don't see that in the shop. I picked I, like, that game up. In the, that I game. picked that game up in. Uh, I picked it up in Milpitas, California, at a video game store when I was traveling for work out there. When I was in San Francisco, I drove out of Milpitas. There was a game store down there, and that's where I got that from. That guy will let you will and deal. He will let you say, "Hey, I can," you know, "you could, you could negotiate prices." That game, I can't. I have to. I'm gonna have to shout out the game store. But if you're ever in Milpitas, California, there is a store there. And I can't remember the name because I travel so much for work. I forget a lot of these game store names. But that store, man, 
the guy will will and deal. Like if you come in there and you say, Hey, what can I get for this price? He is one of the few game stores I've ever been to in the US where you can like he had set prices, but based on the condition, disc, whatever, whatnot, he will he will work with you. So I I, I gotta give that oh, guy right, a shout right, out right. at the store. So um but yeah, so that's that's it for PS1. I mean, I have other ones over there on that side over there, but that's mm-hmm. another day. Anyways, um, I have a PS2 game right here. A recent, this was a recent about two weeks ago. I did find the Ark on the Pistol in really good condition, mm-hmm. and I was very happy to get this because I've you been. Said, you said the name very well, by the way. <laughs> that's a tough one to say the name of the game. Itself. The Ark on the Pistol, yeah, it's it's <laughs> the manual. Nephistum, na, 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 the, it's the confidence like that, that you've said it yeah. that many times before that it's just part of your vocabulary at this point. I love mm-hmm. it. No, there's a so there's a guy who uh who actually was a big fan of East. He lives in Australia. Um his name, because he doesn't go by that name anymore. He goes by okay, he's called the Wanderer's Voice. He has a YouTube channel, I think it's called the Wanderer's Voice. He's a big avid fan of East mm-hmm. and I learned from him how to pronounce all the East names. And so this game right here, I've been trying to find for over 10 years. Every time I found a copy of it, it was missing the manual or the manual was damaged or the manual was perfect. The disc was damaged or the art was water damaged and the disc and manual. I'm like, I never found it complete in one till two weeks ago. And the price has gone up to $55. It used to be real cheap. That's not anymore. Mm -hmm. Or it's going up now. So I'm glad to have this. And, and the art's perfect. The case is not messed up. The manual and the disc are perfect. So I'm very happy to have this. Absolutely. You, that's got a PSP release, too. It does. I yeah. hear that it doesn't run as good. Um, I have seen it before, but mm-hmm. I wanted to go with the PS. No, actually, Joe, I'm going to I'm gonna have to look into that because maybe one of the other is better. I don't know which one. Maybe the PSP is better. I got them both. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know which one's better. I don't know. So, so you, might, you might have to tell me on that one because I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm I'm assuming the PS2 copy is better. I mean, it just would make more sense, um, honestly. I know but, one um, doesn't have something the other one has. I think. Oh, one I don't know. Voice as far as content goes, I I don't know. I don't know to be honest. Yeah. With you. Um, but to, for me, it was just a matter of like, the so. I want the PS2 copy just because I collect PS2 RPGs and I love ease. And that's like the only one I think, right? I think that's the only one that we got a, a Western release. I don't believe we got anything we else. We never got the PS2. This yeah. was the only, no, Arkham Piston was the only one we ever got. Yep. Yeah. And then on the PSP, we, we got quite a few. We got the, the Chronicles. We got Oath of Felgana. We got Seven and an. We got Ark of the Piston too. So. I have all the boxes for every East game on mm-hmm. PSP, with the exception of East One and Two. I had it and I I, I returned it because I didn't really want it, and I regret that to the day I die. I guess. Do you have the regular version? I don't even own the. I only own. I don't own one or two at all. I don't have it. it's the one I don't have. Mm-hmm. I have all the other ones. I don't have that one. So I have the regular versions of all of them. And then I have the fancy version of one and two. So maybe we can work something out. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I have every box set of, of East of the Fagana of East seven mm-hmm. of, uh, I have all of them. It's just not that game. It's the only one I don't have. I got, so I, I only, the only box sets, the collector's editions I have are for ease one and two. And then I have lunar. I have the lunar one as well. I have lunar also. And I have the, I have the European limited edition of tactics over on PSP. 
they got the oh, right so you don't need that other. I, I had that one at one point. I have the regular version of Tech. That's Discover. the brown colored slipcover, right? Yep, the brown slipcover. Yeah, yeah. I even have the Australian version of Third Birthday, the Twisted Edition, oh. with the red case. Dude, I have that's sick, dude. Two hundred dollar game at the moment. Hmm? <laughs> that's like a two hundred dollar game, right? It now. is, and I also have the box set. No, it wasn't a box set. It was a slipcover because my friend Retro Kaiser in Australia, dude. I, I have so many friends in Australia. It's crazy. He lives in Sydney. <laughs> anyway, so he actually sent me this the little slipcover Final Fantasy IV after years that came with the little the, the screen protector. It had a special cover. That's expensive. And he only found one copy at um was it JB Hi-Fi. Yeah. He yeah, found one copy that they had. They only had one. He bought it for me. I had it, I sold my PSP collection, but I did have that at one point. Yeah. I have, I had, dude, I had all those box sets. They were Square Enix print box sets overseas, never came out in America. I got them all. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Yeah. So. Yep. yep. Yeah, dude, I, I absolutely love collecting for the PSP. I do so too. It's like, and, I, I almost man, don't want to talk about it. I don't want to get people PSP excited about it. Dude, yeah. I love PSP. So I, I my, my biggest dream, dude, is like, Ah, man, you know how analog comes out with like the analog pocket and all that stuff? I want them to make like an, an updated so, UMD player so, so the, freaking bad, dude. Like a, a home, like a consoleized PS, like a UMD player that like you could hook up your PS3 controllers or PS4 controllers or something. That'd be so dope, dude. And I know you can do it all these other ways with hacking and emulation and PSTV and all that. I know there's ways, but I want something that'll play my discs. That's probably unless somebody can create something like that, maybe in the future, because the PSPs are going to die, and, and inevitably they're yeah. going to die. I actually found oh, a YouTuber yeah. though who found a way you can oil the the actual trays. So apparently, I do the, that. yeah, yeah, I, do I do didn't that, know. Otherwise, they screech like 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 banshees. I didn't know that's actually what caused them to stop working. So I have oh. I have a PSP that I need to open up to fix with some grease. The last yep. three games, real quick, I'm not going to spend long on them. Is uh, this is the oh, Kim sure. Cordell talking about here? Oh, the, the blacksmith of the sand kingdom it's really good it's a technical alchemy game awesome. yeah um, not all the chemco games are bad i know we poop on them but there are some them. decent ones just the most of them fighting game that i got from oh, PS4 really expensive dude that thing's game. worth a flipping fortune yeah, that thing sold I, out on play asia's website in like 10 seconds and it's like worth it a absolutely ridiculous amount of money absolutely love the insert art in there and the disc looks really cool um, it almost looks like the same art style as Clannad. Yeah. So Tsukihime and all that. Yeah. So this plays in English, even though it's got a Japanese cover. Uh, cool. Dude, this sold out immediately. As soon as it sold out, it went Instantly, to 100. Dude. I had to yeah, talk dude. to this guy in Japan. He was like, oh, it's not the best condition. I'm like, I just want it. He had the cheapest price. I took a gamble with him. He sent it to me, and I'm like, you call this not the best condition? This is immaculate. Japan has got like, higher standards yeah. than anywhere else in the world for conditions. I love that. I respect it so much. And then this that's, is a, that's a really nice piece, man. That's going to be worth an insane nicer. amount of money down the road. Go ahead, sir. This, is, this right here, I got to thank a lady on YouTube. If you ever heard of Fufu Dogs, yeah, she is a amazing, very popular yeah. YouTuber. I'm really good friends with her. And she sent me this game that was a release only in France. It never got released anywhere in Europe but France. Uh, Ori. Ooh. And this is in French on on the back. But this was a French release, a France release about this kid who turns into this dragon and goes around. And it's like it's 
such a cool, like interesting game. I absolutely love it. Absolutely. But the only way you can get it is in France. So this here is a really cool thing. I'm actually really happy to have this. That's cool, man. Yeah. So Food for Dogs is amazing too, guys. If you haven't seen her YouTube channel, definitely go and check it out. She's doing a series at the moment on Twitter where she shows um, a PS3 game every day, but from the from the, the console, like the library, as you put the disc in. And every PS3 game has its own background when you put the disc in. And it's really cool to see. Like, you it don't really get your new games anymore. It hey, really guys, does. we have a, um, a topic that we're going to talk about tonight that we haven't touched yet. And that is the PlayStation <laughs> Portable Remote Player that's been announced for one ninety nine ninety nine. So let's talk about that quickly. The name Ooh. of the episode. We should probably mention. We should probably talk about that. <laughs> so it's been announced. They've done a, a couple of things. There's going to be no Bluetooth. So basically, what it is is you get a controller, and it's going to have a screen. Um, it's always going to be connected to your PS5, but your PS5 has to be on. You can be on the other side of the world, your PS5 can be on and you can be playing it. However, like, let's say you've got a physical game and you own it and it's not in the console, you can't play that on the other side of the world. The no. system is going to be great for people that buy all their games digitally. Uh, if you've got kids and maybe you have to be in the room with them all the time, they're little kids and they want to watch cartoons and you want to play your PS5? Well, you can play your PS5 and they can watch cartoons at the same time. I guess there are going to be some aspects where it will work, but like for us collectors, it's kind of a kick to the guts, really, when what they've announced. Yeah, it's a little disappointing for sure. Um, the only saving grace that it has is that it's not as overpriced as I thought it would be. Like it's yeah. it's one ninety nine ninety nine, and knowing Sony, I I was expecting two ninety nine ninety nine from them. To be honest with you, I really was. Um, I'm a little bummed out. So the Bluetooth thing is just irritating, and um, they do offer like a, it has a headphone jack, so I guess you can use wired headphones if you want to. But any type of wired headset, you're going to have to get their special proprietary ones. Which and I was going to say is going to be yeah an extra ninety nine or one ninety nine. So it's it's really one twenty nine ninety nine or one hundred ninety nine ninety nine. So now you're looking at two hundred for the controller and then another two hundred for for the earbuds. You're looking at four hundred, so you can do that. And it's like you could literally just get another PS five that's are on sale for like four fifty and get a freaking monitor and just have a second little thing and play it. If, you know, if your kids want to watch TV, there you go. Now you got a second PS5 and This thing's not going to sell and... well. It's not going to sell. Uh, it, no, it'll be it'll be tepid sales. It's So it's the same thing. that it, it's, it's, it's overpriced for the features that it's offering. It's the same problem that PSVR 2 had. Like PSVR 2's price point is just too high for most people to enter, and this thing's going to be too high for what it offers, I don't think. So I'm going to get one, first of all. I'm not going to meme that I found. Sure. What the heck? That's all, <laughs> that's all fine. It's the thing. Oh, wow. I didn't realize the same price as the freaking Switch Lite. But does the Switch Lite play God of War? Is the Switch Lite going to play freaking, you know, Stray? Is the Switch Lite going to play, you know, there's whatever. So I can see a problem with this. People are going to go out and be like, oh, look at this. I got a PSP handheld. They're going to take it home and be like, oh, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, oh, yeah. I see I see parents uh, getting yep. confused and returning this and stuff all the time. People getting it for Christmas who don't have PS5s or who have Xboxes or something. It doesn't like work. That. 
people don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I, I'm pretty sure they said that it does not work with the Sony streaming services. It doesn't no, work. Not with, at all. What? Makes no sense. It will only work with games that are installed on your hard drive. So, so like any the of only... So we're back in the Wii U generation. Basically, yeah. Pretty it's much. Fancy Wii U. You can't take it on an airplane and play a game. Like, like when you're making a portable system, shouldn't mm. you be able to play it on those times where you're bored and you want entertainment? Yeah. Isn't that the idea behind it? How come, you, can't how use it in, you can't use it in hotels? It's not going to work on strong Wi-Fi. It's going to need... Mm. Hey, it's not going to work on weak Wi-Fi. It's going to need strong Wi-Fi to work. <laughs> And I, I just don't see why I can't, you couldn't throw a little memory in the thing and I can't play my PS1 games. Like I just bought Twisted Metal, you know, and, and Quake 2, all these little, all these re-releases of these old games and stuff. Well, I, why can't I download them on this thing and play them offline? Like, come on, dude. Like, it's, it's, it's just absurd. It, it's, it's, it's just... Sony is just, I don't get some of their stuff. It's like the same thing with the Vita. It's like, they just, they, they, I don't, I don't understand them. I don't understand like their design team too. Like also no offense. The look of this thing is not ideal. It is not very nice looking. It's just not. I mean, I mean even the PSTV, like that thing fell too because they. That thing kicked, that thing was freaking amazing compared to this thing. The PSTV it, is it, it, yeah, it, it, now, it was amazing, but the fact that half mm -hmm. your games didn't even work on it. I'm well, like, you have to you have to hack yeah. it to make it work. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, another thing to add is this isn't really anything new. Right now, if you've got a PS5, a, a mobile phone, and a controller, guess what? You can play your PS5 games on your phone with a controller. Mm -hmm. All they've done is put the phone part in the middle of the screen and hook the controller up to it. That's all this is. It's not mm -hmm. like they've made a new product that we've never experienced before you know it's not like the switch for the first time or anything like that yeah i, I think um there's gotta be this can't just be just strictly just ps there maybe maybe there's something they're gonna do to it to update it to where it'll work maybe there's just gotta be some other reason they made made this it can't just be for remote play the oh. ps it has to be imagine they just were like hey we just threw a vita car cartridge slot in there in case you get vita games i mean that would have been Why, uh, how cool would that be, that? dude? You know what? I, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's Imagine. like it's like you know how Atari just their Atari just announced the twenty six hundred plus. They're like, hey, we're gonna release an HDMI console that plays old Atari carts. Go nuts, guys! Like that, what you know what I mean? And they're not coming. You well, know why not? UMDs or something. Like, I was gonna say if they had a made it where it had a UMD slot and a Vita slot on it, but mm -hmm. it streamed PS five. Eh, I'd be okay with it. I'm like, you know, that what? would be cool. Yeah. But no, they honored the movie. PSP and they honored the Vita, and they were. Like, is there one way to have a family where yeah, hey, that would be so you can play cool, your PS4 dude. games on your PS5? You can stream PS3, not perfect, but you can at least play it. You have some PS2 backwards compatibility, some PS1, and then you have this option. Okay, for two hundred bucks, mm -hmm. uh, you got my money, but th this is pointless. So, for me. It does have a point. So I am in their target market because I buy, if you watch a lot of my pickups, I'll buy the PS4 copy and I'll buy the Switch copy. The reason that is, is because a lot of the time I want to watch TV with my girlfriend and I want to play on my Switch or play handheld. And so for me, there is a reason for me to want to have this thing. Um, but 
what's a little irritating is we use the PS5 as our entertainment hub. So like I'm using it to watch TV. I don't have a cable box. I don't have cable. Like I'm streaming Netflix or I'm streaming. But you're not going to be able to use it and then play at the same time. Exactly. So that pisses me off a little bit. That's kind of defeats the purpose of it. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. I'm a freaking psycho and I bought the Spider-Man PS5 bundle. So I'm going to have two PS5s. Yeah, but you shouldn't have to spend that amount so, to be able to do that. You know? No, should. you should. You should be a normal human being. But I'm gonna have like my Netflix PS5, and then I'm gonna have <laughs> my like actual oh, my one that I'm playing with that I can stream my games to. On that note, guys, I think we'll call that a show. Forrest, you're an amazing guest, man. Please tell everyone all your social medias where everyone can find you. So, guys, if you want to follow me on Twitter, my Twitter is Forest underscore reviews at Forest underscore reviews. So that's where I am on Twitter. If you want to follow me on YouTube, it is Forest Gaming Redux. Forest Gaming Redux, and I believe it is underscore Forest Gaming Redux. So Forest underscore Gaming Redux. That's where I want my game reviews and my streams will be happening there. And they so, will all be in the description, guys. So be sure to go and follow Forrest. He puts out some really good stuff on Twitter and we've got some big plans for YouTube. So I'm sure it's going to be really awesome in the future. Heck yeah. And that was a great episode for us. Thank you for coming on, man. That was uh, really informative. Very interesting. I wrote awesome. Yeah, awesome we'll have to get you back on the show, man. It was really good having you on. For sure. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Um, Definitely so much. Now, obviously, I got other games. I, I mean, yeah, I have mostly JRPGs, but I got other stuff that's not JRPGs that we can also talk about, too. So, Heck yeah. And again, thanks, everyone, for watching. We'll see you guys Sunday night. See you guys. Take it easy, everybody. Sunday, it'll be an earlier show Sunday. So um, it'll be Sunday late night for Americans and really early for Europeans. Yes, yeah, so it'll be Saturday night for Americans and early Sunday for non-american if you guys aren't following our facebook group the playstation collectors podcast on facebook uh, as well as my discord channel if you want to see who's coming on the next show and the times that they're going to be on go and check out the discord and the facebook group they're in the links below as always guys thanks for watching and we'll see you guys soon everybody Yeah! Oh.